Yo, this is ECW Original, the enforcer, CW Anderson, and you're listening to Smash the Mad Podcast. The reason I listen to it, because I'm an Anderson. This is Nightstick Eddie Brown, the man, the myth, kind of the legend, but I'm getting to that point. And you're listening to Smash the Mat. The Smash the Mat Podcast with your hosts, G-Money, J5DB, and Mr. Magnificent. Yo, what is great in the state is the Ugly's Brother Radio, a.k.a. the Radio Rockstar, G-Money. And the voice of tradition, Jonathan Darwin, here to join you again. Yes, indeed, and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Smash the Mat. And we are here live. Priscilla King Arena for Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. This is the homecoming show. And I got to tell you, G-Money, Playboy Alex Bryant has got his work cut out for him against Jamal the Titan. I mean, Ooh. he's pivoting well to, prof- to in-ring competitor from ring announcer, but yeah. this is going to be an interesting one for him. Very and interesting, man. First match of the night, Jamal the Titan versus Playboy Alex Bryant. And this is going to be such a test for young Alex Bryant, because this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is second match. Well, uh, let's see. He was in the match. he was in the Rumble with you. Okay. Well, technically, it's third. Third, yeah. Now here's the thing. I think about strategy wise for Alex Bryant. Jamal's got size. Jamal's got reach. Alex is going to have to stick and move. Stick and move. He's got to use that speed to his advantage. Oh, absolutely. Because when it comes to Jamal the Titan, you don't want to you don't want to let him get his hands on you. No, <laughs> not at all. Oh, and oh, speaking of getting his hands oh, on, here wow. we go. And the bell is officially rung, and we are while wow, the music is still playing, and they and Jamal the Titan has just jumped all over Alex Bryant. And see, that's that's the experience of Jamal the Titan. He's the opportunist. He took advantage there, and it paid off in spades. Wow. Because he's in complete dominance now against Playboy Alex Bryant. He just chopped some skin off of Playboy right there. I yeah. can tell you that for sure. Yeah, Alex could be in trouble already. I mean, he could be really winded. And Jamal the Titan called for another one. Oh, no. But oh. He, rake of the eyes. Alex has got to regain his composure pretty quickly, or this could be a short match for this young man. Oh, absolutely. And the consummate veteran, Jamal the Titan, taking his sweet time with Playboy Alex Bryant. Now, G-Money, you also wrestle some from time to time. If you're in Alex Bryant's position, after you regain your composure, what are you doing at this point? What I'm trying to do is I need to create some space, and then I attack a body part. you yeah. got to find some way to break the big man down. He's, he's got the power advantage, the size advantage, so you're going to have to either work on those legs or work on the arm or something. Yeah, I mean, taking out the vertical base of Jamal the Titan would be great, but that big body slam by Jamal throws Alex Bryant straight down now, and Jamal the Titan. Wow, what a cocky cover. Now, I got to give it to Alex Bryant, making sure he got up very quickly. Jamal the Titan, I'm surprised to see a little bit of arrogance from him. You figure a master strategist like he is would have pinned the shoulders down. Oh, wow. I think that elbow might have knocked one of Alex and Bryant teeth out. Yeah, there might be there might they might have been showered in the first row by some teeth. Yeah. And look, another lackadaisical cover. Yeah, non-aggressive cover by Jamal the Titan. He is, he's expecting this to be a cakewalk. Yeah. And, and that's the thing here in Ring Wars Carolina, you really can't take any competitor for granted. 
and Playboy Alex Bryant showing that in his resili resiliency in the early minutes of this match. Mm. Big splash by Jamal the Titan. Down goes Alex Bryant, and look at him. Methodically taking his time, trying to make short work of the Playboy Alex Bryant. Yeah, absolutely. We're, and now the rear chun lock applied by Jamal the Titan, cutting off that oxygen. And he could keep Alex Bryant down there and almost toss him around like a rag doll after this. He really can. And Alex Bryant is going to have to find his way out of this situation. Yeah. And somehow, Alex, I got to give Alex credit, man. He's got showing that fortitude. He was able to get back up. Can he break loose? Can he? He's working on that solar plexus of Jamal the Titan coming off the ropes and holy oh, cross body. No. He just got caught. Jamal the Titan's got him by like a good 50, 60, maybe even, well, I'll say about 50 or 60 pounds. So he's going to have to do a lot more. And, oh, my goodness. What a gigantic front slam. And that might do. No. No. Oh, my goodness. That, that wasn't it. I'm surprised. I give I give uh, credit to Alex Bryant's creativity there to go for that crossbody. He just didn't get enough momentum behind it, and that's not his fault. You know, sometimes you know you just do whatever you feel you can, and he the crossbody he felt like was the right move, but yeah, just like Jamal Titan said, what are you thinking when, when he tries a move like that? Yeah, the thing is though, if Alex Bryant plans on moving anywhere up in the rankings. He's got to make it through Jamal the Titan tonight. Oh. oh, yeah, this is a hell of a test. Beating somebody the caliber of Jamal the Titan could honestly shoot you up to number one contendership for, for almost any title here. Oh, yeah, we could see him against Cool J in a couple of months if he's victorious against Jamal the Titan. Oh, absolutely. And the same thing goes for Jamal the Titan. I mean, if he if he's victorious here, it's chance the ball. It's another notch in the belt for yeah. him. Yeah, and another another... Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. What what was that? Did Hunter Rayner just arm drag Jamal the Titan? Well, I think he's had enough of Jamal the Titan's jaw jacking. I mean, I know the referee's supposed to remain impartial, but that's that I've was, never seen Earl Hepner do an arm drag. No, me neither. <laughs> or Mike Kyoto. No. I mean, but now if we remember back to the Candy Bowl, you know, Hunter Rayner faced off against Jamal the Titan in the Candy Bowl. Yeah, that's so, true. Know. They do have a brief history together. And and this may be the opportunity that oh. I was going to say Alex Bryant needed, but Jamal Alex. the Titan reverses quickly and is back in control yeah. just that fast. Alex Bryant had some, some hope with a great drop kick, but it just wasn't enough. Oh, my gosh. That devastating clothesline. I mean, Alex is going to – I don't know. I – Pride may be getting the best of this kid at this point. I mean, I know he wants that W. Man, Alex Bryant has been training day in and day out for a chance to be a wrestler. He's got his chance here in RWC, and I know, I know his heart is telling him, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yeah, yet. Yeah, he's in your training class, if I'm not correct. Absolutely. We train together at the Ring Wars Carolina Training Academy, and the, the man has a lot of heart, a lot of spunk. He's athletic as hell. You know, if there's if there's a drawback to him besides his inexperience is, you know, his his lack of size. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like you said, what probably seventy pounds he's given up against Jamal the Titan here. I mean, in an Irish whip Shot into to the, the corner. corner. Oh, this quick. 
the speed oh, of Alex Bryan can take off. No. And another and close another one. He's trying. He's trying he, it. He oh, may, he may have a and There it is. The flying forearm. I haven't flying seen it. forearm by I, Playboy Alex Bryant. Yeah, I haven't seen it done that great since Hall of Famer Tito Santana did the flying forearm. I'm telling you. And is that? No. Oh. 2.456 seconds. Yeah. Just that close. Yeah, but here's the thing. Alex Bryant needs to capitalize. He doesn't need to be talking to Hunter about the count. He needs to stay on Jamal. That's he's right. He's got it now. He, yeah, working that reverse okay. chin lock now. I don't know how smart of an idea that was. Well, that's the, that's the experience of Titan. Is he's able to get back up fairly quickly and what and speed? Okay. Wait a minute. There is a oh. Can you get that going sunset for the flip? Sunset flip. Wait a minute. Hunter Rainer. Hunter Rainer. No, oh, so close. So close. Jamal the Titan with an assist by Hunter Rayner. Like, what? Alex Bryant almost got the three count. Hunter Rayner kicked the arms of Jamal the Titan. And Jamal the Titan is like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. Great and forearm by Alex Bryant. Now, see, this is the, the best attack. thing. I'm sorry, G-Man. Wait a minute. Are we going for, oh, he was going for seal the deal. Looking for seal the deal. It, nope, nope. Cut off. And he's uh -oh. measuring them now. Jamal the Titan. Time with a Baldo bomb. Oh, Baldo bomb by Jamal the Titan. And that is done. That's it. Yeah. And that is. And that right there is going to do it. Jamal the Titan with the victory over a very, very game playboy Alex Bryant. And now he's continuing the attack and the assault. Yeah, come on. And he's still going, still attacking him. Whoa! Wait, wait Hunter, a minute. Hunter Rayner reverses this. We have a reverse this. decision? Yeah. We've Jamal, got a reverse decision. Well, I can't blame Hunter Rayner. Jamal the Titan deserved to be disqualified in that Alex, situation. Oh, no. Hunter Rayner just got laid out by Jamal the Titan. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hunter. Hunter's in trouble down there. Alex should get out while the getting's good. Yeah, oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait, Seal the deal. deal. Seal the deal by Alex Bryant. Look at the fans. They're up in arms. They're absolutely stoked after Alex, Alex Bryant, Bryant hits that seal the deal. And that's it. Wow. Yeah. What a way to kick things off here. Ring Wars, Carolina. This is homecoming, and we'll be right back. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the voice of tradition, Jonathan Darwin, joined by RWC star and AIWF Mid-Atlantic television champion, James Anthony, for expert insight and analysis. James, a really good tag team match. We got the former RWC tag team champions, the Pink Gang, out here. And tonight, they're going to be taking on Broforce. You know, so the Pink Gang has not really had a very successful few months ever since they've lost those tag team championships. And last month, they were unsuccessful to recapture those tag team titles. So they're looking for a big win here tonight to get back in that title hump. But they're going to have their work cut out for them, taking on the team of Broforce. Yeah, the team of G Money and Alpha Ace. And correct me if I'm wrong, James, because you've been here a little bit longer than I have. This is the first time that they've had a chance to actually team together publicly. 
First time they've had a chance to team together. First time being here at homecoming. They know they, they, they probably got some butterflies in their stomach. They're probably a little nervous. But if they just pace themselves, if they're calm, if they just keep their mind on the business, they can walk out here with their first win. And, th and that could put them straight up into the tag team hunt, beating the former tag team champions. Alpha Ace and G Money, there we are. And James, you from time to time share your knowledge with the Ring Wars Carolina Training Academy. Both of these men are getting trained there. Let me tell you something. Over the past several weeks, these two have been training long. They've been training hard. They're here to prove they are the next best tag team here at Ring Wars Carolina. Yo, these guys could be a force to be reckoned with if they got a shot at those tag team championships. Absolutely. Oh, Pretty Boy Lane just threw a shirt at Alpha A, but Alpha Ace, <laughs> Apparently the bidet did not get Alpha Ace as clean as he thought. Those are my boys right there. You know, a few months ago, we teamed up in a big six-man tag yeah. against Pink, uh, Pink Gang and Joseph Everhart. None of there was no winner because of all the, the, the actions that happened with me and Everhart, but, uh, you know, Bro 4 showed that they were forced to be reckoned with, Jonathan. That's absolutely. This is going to be really a great test for the team of Bro Force. What? Warbeer trying to get the match started here, getting one in, one out. And you know something, Alpha Ace, Alpha Ace, you know, he's done a lot here over these past couple of months. You know, he was in that big, oh man, a big pie face by Kent Wolf to Alpha Ace. Oh, Alpha Ace, oh, he nails G-Money off the apron. I don't know if Alpha, uh, Kent would want to do that. No. Alpha Ace has him, trying to go for a big German suplex. No, he doesn't get him. He's got that rear race lock. He's got it. And, and cinch oh, down and takes he's him got down. Him. Amateur style, right, right float over into the reverse chin lock. You know, uh, Alpha Ace has not only been training at the RMC Academy, but he's also been getting some training in with Lodi. He was also in that short film with EC3 back over the summer, the narrator as well. Yeah, he, he's talked to me about that from time to time. And when I say he, I mean Alpha Ace talked to me. And he said during in between takes, he did get the chance to pick EC3's brain and said it was a great, great opportunity. And hammer, hammer lock applied now, though, by... Kent Wolf, and we're trying to see if Alpha Ace can break break free of it. Now, James, you've been in several tag teams. How much does the experience factor play into this match for the pink game? Well, you know, the pink game here, they're the ones that have been teaming the longest. Uh, you know, they know each other very well. Bro Force, again, this is their first time teaming together. So, you know, we're going to have to just really wait and see, um, you know, what all they're going to be able to do. Like I said, I've been watching them at the academy the past several weeks. They have a couple of tag team moves they've been putting together. They do have a tag team finish they've been working on, but the question is, are they going to be a little bit out of their element tonight taking on a more experienced pink game? Yeah, the big thing, and I talk about this in every tag team match, is the team that cuts the ring in half first and keeps that fresh man in. Whoa. Great leapfrog by Alpha oh, Ace. Oh, my God. Up and over. He didn't get all of it, though, but he got enough. I thought he did. I think he I think he dazed Kent Wolf. I think Kent Wolf may have underestimated Alpha Ace there. I thought Pretty Boy Lane was coming in. Up. Uh, oh! You know, Jonathan, I saw you talk to the Pink Gang earlier. You know, uh, what's been going through their mind? What, what were you able to get out of them? Well, they're talking about the frustration. They they try to say they they were robbed out of the tag team championship for the wrestlers, as well as cheated out of that rematch. I, you can go back and watch the film, ladies and gentlemen. I. In my professional opinion, I don't think so. And they did tell me they thought they were going to be able to make short work of Broforce because of Pink Gang's experience compared to Broforce's inexperience as a tag team. And you hear the crowd here. They're behind G-Money. We got G-Money and Pretty Boy Lane in. Yep. And G-Money. Uh, but see, look at that. Pretty Boy Lane, very quicker of the two, though. 
Yeah, but if, if G Money catches him with that big left hand, or excuse me, the big right hand, that could be all she oh. wrote for Pretty Boy Lane. Oh! oh! Great shoulder tackle by. And G Money for the cover there. You know, I'm gonna be honest though. You know, Pink Game, they might be the smaller of the two, right. of the two teams, but they're the quicker of the two. You know, uh, G Money and, and, and Alpha A is in great wrestling condition, but you know, uh, Pretty Boy Lane and Kent Wolf had that speed and agility, and that might not have been a smart move by Pretty Boy Lane to chop G Money, and not to mush him either. Yeah, he's oh. getting, trying to get in his head, but G Money having none of it. He's he trapped him in that corner. Yeah, he's got to five, the five count, but Warbeard finally breaking it up. Wait, up and down goes Lane. G-Money getting ready to off come the off those there. ropes. and oh, oh, big center. That's a lot of man to come down on you if you're Absolutely. pretty well Lane. And here's where the experience comes into play, James Anthony, breaking yeah, up does. that pin. It does. But you see Wefrey Warby getting him out of there quickly. Yeah, but and now can we see the team Broforce keep that freshman in? Can uh -oh, they keep oh, Alpha oh, Ace boy. and G-Money going back and forth? Great oh. double team maneuver by team Broforce. I mean, they're showing they can work pretty well in tandem right now, James. Well, you know, they're a very powerful team. You know, uh, I, I've seen these guys in the gym. And, hold oh, on, there's a cover there by Alpha Ace on Pretty Boy. Kicks out. I, I, I've seen Alpha Ace in the gym benching. I've seen G Money in the Ace benching. I've seen them squatting. These boys lift heavy weights. Absolutely. And you have to, especially when you're Alpha Ace, because you're a former, or excuse me, top five Mr. Amateur Olympia. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's got that physique. And that doesn't come by just uh, sitting at home. That comes from pressing that iron. Well, you know, um, you know, Pink Gang, former RWC two-time tag team champions, they're also the current AIWF Mid-Atlantic Wrestling Tag Team Champion. So, you know, they have a lot of tag team experience. But again, you know, when you're wrestling a, a, a more, uh, I, I want to say two greener guys here, you know, I, I don't know, I mean, you see Kent Wolf now, he's taking down well, the face. He's I wearing it, but see, that's, a, that's smart. He's wearing that big man down. Wearing the big guy down, I think he took a bite out of him. Well, I think he might, yeah, oh yeah, he was, he was, but oh. But hey, listen, do whatever you can to win, right? I, some people say that, I try to say, be, let the fair man win, but I mean, you've played both sides of that fence, James. You know, sometimes the shortcut's the only way to victory. It is. I mean, Jonathan, think about something though. Think of all the action we have here tonight. We have five, five championship matches. The yeah. RWC tag team titles on the line. The junior title on the line. The Mid-Atlantic television title on the line. The AIWF World TV title. And the RWC heavyweight championship on the line. Also, Victor Andrews and Tiger tonight. It's going to be a great night of action. Oh, they're from top to bottom. I'm excited to call each and every match. Like you said, five championship matches. And that grudge match between Victor Andrews and Caribbean Tiger. I mean, that's one that I've been wanting to see for a while now. If you haven't know why, ladies and gentlemen, check out Ring War Carolina's Facebook page. It's well documented there in our videos. You know, we need to get one of these guys out of here. They got to five. Oh, big double team maneuver there. Kim will go for the cover, but no, a kick out by Alpha Ace. Yeah. Two count only, though. You know, let me ask you a question, Jonathan. Sure. If Broforce were to win this match, yeah. do they move in the tag team rankings? Do they get a title shot? I mean, because you know, well, they, they would be knocking off former two-time tag team champions. Well, I, they definitely can make the case to go to the front of the line. Title shot, I, that's up to the championship committee to say, okay, we're going to give you a shot against the wrestlers. But they are going to be in contention, absolutely. 
And see, now this is, where the, this is where the experience of Pink Gang comes into play. G-Money desperately wanting to get Look that at tag. this! Oh, that, man! That, and Warbeard trying to get that control. Could be it. That could be it right there. Oh, but he kicks out. But look at Pretty Boy. He grips it. He keeps. He keeps him away from his corner. He yeah. made sure to keep out of his corner. Yeah, that's that experience that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and G Money. He's got an Alpha Ace. They got that reach advantage. So Pink Gang has to be careful. They don't want to even take a remote opportunity to get Alpha Ace close to G Money. But I'm, I'm I'm very impressed with Pink Gang. They've really taken it to Alpha Ace. They're they're not intimidated. They're not afraid. Look at this. Oh, big splash in the corner by Pretty Boy. Yeah, I think we're seeing a new level big snap of aggression. And once again, tagging Kent Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I think we're seeing a new level of aggression out of Pink Gang, James Anthony. They really are fighting like they got something to prove. Well, you know, think about it, Jonathan. If Pink Gang were to lose this match, they're going to go right down that tag team championship ladder. And oh, yeah. it could be a long, long time before we see them challenge for those titles again. Yeah, because we got a lot of up-and-coming teams. we got teams that want to come to Ring Wars Carolina. So, for them, Going it for could the, be oh. it could be months, maybe possibly years before they get back him. in that tank. Oh, wow. big shot by Alpha Ace! Oh, but Pretty Boy Lane—I mean, excuse me—Kent Wolf takes him down. Kent Wolf with a great clothesline out of nowhere goes for that pin, trying to press him down. Oh. You got to press the shoulders with a big man like Alpha Ace, though. I mean, you're—I mean, you're going to try to lay on top of him, but you really got to press that shoulder down. Kent Wolf wasn't successful in doing that, and now he's got to back up. Uh-oh, Alpha Ace with the reversal. Get him in the corner. Look out! Up and oh! over, wow! And that's exactly what Alpha Ace needed. He needed to make that tag to G Money. He needs to get up out of there. But if Pink Gang was smart, they would figure out a way to keep Alpha Ace in that ring because they do not need a fresh G Money in that ring right now. No, and Kent Wolf, as he's rolling around, actually is doing Alpha Ace a favor because it allows Alpha Ace a direct line to G Money. Well, they better hurry up before he makes that tag. And, and here it's comes too late. Here comes G Money. Here comes Pretty Boy Lane. Look out. Oh, big back elbow by G Money. And you hear the big fans. Toss. And these fans are loving it. They're loving G Money. Oh, absolutely. Nelly, Kent Wolf off the apron. G Money. Big oh, drop. Oh, no, he, he, he didn't get all of it. He grazed him. That's okay. That's all he might have needed. Going for that pin. One, two. Oh. Two count only, though. I tell you what, he would have got him in the face. This match could have been over. Yeah, I tell you what. And if. Team Broforce is successful. You know, G Money's going to be talking about it on that afternoon drive time radio. Tell you what, here we go. G Money whips him off. Going for a sidewalk slam. No, Sidewinder. Oh, oh, a cow. What a maneuver that was. One, two, and Broforce. Broforce with a W. Picking up their first tag team win. Wow. I, I got to call that an upset, Jonathan. What do you think? Oh, I upset is the big one of the day there because they just defeated two-time former tag team champions. Fans are up in arms, loving it. G-Money, I'm sure, is going to talk about this next week on this radio show. Wow, and, I cannot believe it. G-Money, G Alpha Ace, Bro Force have defeated the Pink Gang. And, and I can tell you, James Anthony, we could see them taking on the wrestlers sooner rather than later but, now. But what happens to Pink Gang? Like Where I, do they go from here? Pink, Pink. Well, the fans are saying that the Pink Gang sucks, and as as they're going to go out, they're probably going to go to the back of the line. I, I think I think it's going to be some serious time 
before they get another shot at that tag team championship. I'm gonna say so too, but Jonathan Darwin, I gotta say you, man, I had fun calling this match, but I got a big title defense later on tonight, man. I love you, have fun, and I'll see you after at my after party. How about that? Definitely, thank you. Good luck against Mr. Magnificent tonight, James. All right, we'll be back with more Ring Wars Carolina Battleground. And welcome back to RWC Battlegrounds. Jonathan, you have to forgive me. I, I was a little late. I got to get myself together because, you know, I have a match tonight. But right now, yeah. in the ring, man, you hear the crowd right there. The champion, Cool J, is about to take on a challenger, D'Lo Jordan. Yeah, Cool J and I had a chance to talk about this one. He's really excited for it. I mean, Cool J winning it, this title at the 22nd anniversary show, Caden Pierre. Also, I want to circle back around, not to take anything. Good luck in your match tonight against James Anthony for the Mid-Atlantic Television Championship. Uh, whoa, whoa. First of all, sir, you say good luck. I mean, James Anthony, have you seen him? I have he's, seen he, him. He's like, like two foot one. I don't, okay. I don't think in, he's like what? Uh, buck 90, 50? Buck 50. I was going to say 90 pounds. Okay. So I, I don't think I'm going to have any. The only thing I'm, I'm worried about is during this match is after I take his belt tonight, how am I going to carry it home? Do I want to put it in the bag, or should I carry it over the shoulder straight out the building? Are you sure you're not getting the cart before the horse there, Mr. Magnificent? Not at all. Not at all. Well, we got another championship match for you in the ring right now, the AIWF Junior Heavyweight Championship, or excuse me, RWC Junior Heavyweight Championship. we got some other AIWF titles here tonight. Yes. The World Television Championship is here tonight, Onyx versus Gemstone. Ooh. Oh, dude, oh. Have you seen him? Dude, house with legs. I told yes. you guys that at the last no, one. No, 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 no. Not a house. Oh, a mat truck with legs. Wow. This dude is huge. Oh, yeah. And if, if for you, those of you who haven't seen him yet, if you want to pause this, go to the RWC Facebook page. There's footage of him working out. I mean, you got him winning those Arnold titles. And this is going to be a, a really competitive match. I'm looking to see what Cool J can pull off against D'Lo Jordan. And this, speaking of Facebook, this challenge came through Facebook. D'Lo Jordan put the word out there, hey, I want to go after Cool J. I want that title match at homecoming. <laughs> and, well, I mean, Facebook is Facebook, but they made it reality here today because they're in the ring right now. But you know what? Victor Andrews started with Facebook and got Jason Kincaid here. That's so, right. So this may be the new way. It may not be going straight to the office. It may not be going to that championship committee. It may be just putting it out on Facebook. And now Cool J in control as he keeps keeps D'Lo Jordan down, but D'Lo Jordan quick to move out. Evenly matched here so far in the opening minutes of this contest as both men measure each other up now. Looks like we're gonna see, possibly see some, oh, I thought we were gonna see a Greco-Roman knuckle lock D'Lo Jordan take advantage though, trying to take out one of the wheels of Cool J, which he really needs to do to slow the pace of this match down. You really want to get one of these high flyers off their game and really work their way down. Cool J trying to get in the head of D'Lo Jordan with the speed, and he does, and he takes him down. D'Lo Jordan on the mat now, as Cool J trying to wrap up those legs very quickly, trying to flip him over. Oh, great ring awareness by D'Lo Jordan though as he fights free. The referee says you gotta break that to deal, to excuse me, Cool J, as Cool J regains his composure and looks around. That's because Cool J is the man. I mean, yeah. he has no, I won't say he doesn't have any choice but to gain his composure, but I mean, it's Cool J, of course he's gonna do that. Yeah, great side headlock applied by the challenger now as he goes to work on Cool J. 
Hammerlock straight down. And can Kujay slow the pace of the match down to get it going in his favor? Another side headlock applied. Very excited to see that here. And D'Lo Jordan made his debut back in January. So just in a few short months, he has been on a war path here. Very impressive, very competitive, and he's showing it here against the champion as he takes Cool J down to that mat. As he slow, and he looks like, I thought we were gonna see head scissors applied by Cool J, but D'Lo Jordan, well, right, could be a pin, no. Oh, Two so count only though. That, that was close, quicker than a hiccup, as some people would say. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a technician's match right now. We've got Cool J, and D'Lo Jordan, the crazy thing about Cool J is that even though like people refer to him as a high flyer, he definitely has extreme technical wrestling skill. Right, and, he's, and you can tell he's also a very strong competitor because he's holding championships also in CWF. He's their television champion. Wow. He's the Gouge Junior Heavyweight Champion. I mean, this is not a man who lets the grass grow under his feet. I mean, when he, he goes on the road, he puts in those windshield miles and it shows by those championship titles. Oh, Indeed yeah. it does. He's what, he's what is referred to as a road warrior. Yes. No pun intended. And look oh. at the explosion with the jumping forearm by D'Lo Jordan. Oh. I mean by Cool J. And then wow. this, fast, this match is so fast and so furious, it's hard to keep up. I'm going to start calling him Little Kofi. See the way he's moving? Yeah. I thought it was going to be because of his hairstyle. That too. It could have been that. <laughs> After a nice lightning kick by Cool J, he's got D'Lo Jordan in the corner. Measuring them here, and oh, fantastic timing by the champion. And then, uh oh, listen uh -oh. to those they're calling for a chop. And wait a minute, Cool J's about to get what they want. Okay, oh, come on. Now, both of you guys compete in the ring. I don't because I could never be medically cleared. What does it mean when you hear the crowd call for a chop? Well, you know, that you means gotta, you exactly gotta, what they say they want to see another chop. You got a decision. It's either chop or no chop. That's right. Now, here's the hard part. Okay. Now, of course, we want to do what the fans want, right. to, you know, want to see. But you have to also think about, is this a good strategy for me in this match? Yeah, because that's, that, that's where I was actually going to go with the point, Mr. Magnificent, is, yeah, you can appease the fans if you want, but it may change the tone of the match that you're trying to put in play. Indeed. Hell yeah, absolutely. And then you got to think about, you know, is the person you're chopping a better chopper than you? Yeah, because <laughs> yes. Yes, that could turn about as fair play very quickly, oh and we're seeing gosh. it now. Did you see that Holy second cow. rope neck breaker by, by D'Lo Jordan just yanking Cool J off the top rope right onto his knee? Oh that my was God, a that, long drop for such a little man. That, yes. Man, that, that, could be, that could be it. But he didn't go for the cover. No, D'Lo Jordan, I mean, and I oh mean, that God. to me is a wasted opportunity. I don't like to... Really well, not talent because I don't wrestle, but I mean, in you guys' professional opinion, was that a wasted opportunity? I would have definitely went for the cover after a devastating move not like that. Now, granted, he wanted to add some more to it and then went for the cover, but I just felt like, oh, wait, there's an armbar arm bar by D'Lo Jordan. Can we see in a submission here? Oh, right, no. and he's in the middle of the ring. He is in the middle of the ring. The fans are getting behind Cool J. And let me ask you guys, because, like, again, this comes from your experience. What does it mean when the fans get behind you? I mean, how much does that really add to oh, you? Oh, man, it builds your adrenaline like none other. 
Like if you're if you're empty on energy, you hear the crowd and then you just get a reserve of energy just out of nowhere. Like the crowd, the crowd's chanting is infectious and it just it'll I'm telling you, it'll just fill up a second gas tank. It's amazing. It's a beautiful feeling. Yeah, Mr. Magnificent, do you concur with that? Concur I, with I do concur with that. I mean, you know, it, it, the fans are everything. This is why we do what we do is for the fans. Oh, so to know that they're man. behind you, man, that just gives you an extra kick of energy. Yeah, it does. Oh, Speaking of does. kicks, kick to the midsection there by <laughs> oh, Tilo Jordan. That's another, another one. Oh, my God. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. Money, did we not hear some G chants during your match? Yeah. I mean, you tell uh, by, me. By the you way, tell me what you heard. Congratulations, <laughs> Broforce, defeating the former tag team champions. Yes, man. Look, we're we're making our ascension. We're trying to climb the ranks. That's all I'm going to say, man. Well, we're sir, just going to try to rack up as many wins as possible. You guys have just defeated former champions. You say you're making your ascension, sir. I think you're there. Broforce versus the Russell somewhere down the line. Hey, look, if they're still the champions by the time we're ready for a shot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm definitely not against it. No. I welcome the challenge. But well, right now, we've got D'Lo Jordan and Cool J, and D'Lo Jordan has Cool J in a submission maneuver as Cool J is fighting out of it. He's trying to Le break. Rights and lefts, trying to break the hold of D'Lo Jordan. And, oh, my gosh, D'Lo Jordan, ever the aggressor, with oh. another. Every time Cool J tries to gain some momentum, D'Lo just cuts it down yeah well I, go ahead G, mr magnificent Excuse i was gonna me. say that just goes to show you the experience that mr delo jordan has you know i don't think he's been in the business long but he's been in the business for a little bit and he knows what he's doing because he's cutting uh cool j off at every step of the way he's just one step ahead of him every time well, uh, but, go ahead but what i was going to say uh, on mr magnificent's point hey sometimes time in the ring is one factor. Sometimes men pick it up super quick. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. D'Lo Jordan's one of those guys who's picked it up quickly. That well, but at the true. same time, he started, he's a 12-year veteran. He started in 2008. Right. At the, he was a teenager, matter of fact, when he started wrestling. So D'Lo Jordan, like, this is his life. This is what he does. Fighting, wrestling, competing. That's all he lives for, you know? So... Just, just being in the ring with a champion like Cool J, it just, just makes his sights, makes his eyes get even bigger. Oh my oh God! Do you see the kick to the chest by D'Lo Jordan? That definitely took the breath out of him. Yeah. D'Lo Jordan measuring Cool J now, and oh, oh my gosh! Oh. Uh, another Randy Orton-esque big knee drop to the face. Two minutes left in this Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Cool J looking him out in offensive. He's got the crowd behind him now. Yeah, he does. And D'Lo Jordan trying to figure out what it's going to take in the next 120 seconds to put Cool J away so he can walk away the new Man. junior heavyweight there champion. He comes. Oh, ran right into a big boot oh, by incredible. Cool J. And great. And there's another one. Double. Double this time. Cool J over the ropes. Cool J going to work right on that midsection. Can he capitalize? He's going oh up and gosh. over. Wait a minute. I thought we were going to see a sunset flipping. Oh, my gosh. Into a rising knee by Cool J. That was a good recovery. So athletic. And there is a oh, flying head scissor. Cool J again. 
and he's got D'Lo Jordan reeling, and now he's going for the no win for the Hurricane uh -huh. Rana, but he's caught. And uh, for it, no, no, reversal into a, oh, almost. That was about 2.687 seconds. <laughs> but the seconds that count are the 60 seconds. Yes, it does, that's what's left. So D'Lo Jordan better do something quick, otherwise Cool J retains. And now he's got him on his shoulders. He's probably looking to end it right here. Well, oh, Coach is that a reverse GTS? I think it was. That was a nice move. And... Oh, my gosh. Wow. Does Cool J have the resiliency to hold out for 30 more seconds? Spinning back front suplex? No. Yes, that was. Good call. <laughs> 15 seconds left. Can D'Lo Jordan win it? Can Cool J hold on? It's like he's going for something big. Oh, wow. I don't know, put him on the rope. Oh, my gosh. Top rope, face break, no. And that, do we have a draw? That championship wow. advantage played humongously into the factor. Wow, Cool J and D'Lo Jordan wrestled to a 10-minute time limit draw. This can't. This definitely will not be the end of this saga. No, I, I want to see this again, uh, even maybe in an Iron Man match. I mean, give them 30 minutes. Right. Give them longer. I mean, I know Junior Heavyweight Championship matches are usually shorter time. But Mr. Magnificent, I'm sure you want to see this one again, too. I definitely do. This was a great match, and it has potential to be an even better match if we get rid of that time limit. Yeah. Look at the frustration on D'Lo Jordan's face. He is pissed. Well, and, and here's the thing. D'Lo Jordan has nothing to be ashamed about. No. He can make his case to the RWC championship board. Hey, I had it. I had it. Yeah. Give look, me another shot. Look at the bright side. You didn't lose. No. You didn't win either. But you didn't lose. No. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. I think at the end of the day, Cool J has to respect D'Lo Jordan for the effort that D'Lo Jordan brought to this match. And Cool J knows, but for the time limit draw, this one could have went in the other direction really quick. That's right. And look, we've got more action on the way right here with RWC Battlegrounds. Wait a minute. Is that the wild child, Lestat? Talk about a homecoming. Lestat has been a member of RWC for a long time. The last time we actually saw him in ring was in 2019, and I believe it was an eight-man tag match. Part of Savage Nation and a native, figuratively speaking and literally, of Lumberton, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Okay, which referee is this? I always forget. That's Dustin. Now this is the definition of homecoming because 
B&D Productions, as they used to be known, they are here in Lumberton. Now, they also go by the names Ballad and Destruction, and they used to run roughshod over RWC for years and years. Former RWC Tag Team Champions. Three times. Three time Tag Team Champions. I've seen these guys perform all over North Carolina. And look, they... 10 years together. 10 years together? 10 years together. Had wrestlers maybe a year or together. I mean, yeah, they, they talk about wrestling in the backyard, wrestling in diapers as kids, but a decades in ring experience, the wrestlers have a real challenge in front of them here, defending those tag team championships. They really do. I mean... Now, speaking of the wrestlers, yes, B&D Productions have 10 years experience, but they, but the wrestlers grew up together. Yeah, I mean, and there is something to be said for that closeness and that bond. Let me just say that nobody's gonna beat up your brother more than no. you. No. <laughs> so, Wagos and Pecos have spent their whole lives beating each other up. So, We'll see what we have in store, but they are your RWC Tag Team Champions. A little bit over a year experience, and yes, me and the wrestlers started training at the exact same time, and if you just see how quick they ascended to the top of the Tag Team Mountain. Now here's the thing, G-Money. Are you gonna be able to be impartial in this match knowing Broforce won, and you want a shot at those Tag Team Championships? Oh, I'll definitely be impartial because I definitely want to scout the competition. Yeah, because so to you, it doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter to me who wins. But obviously, I have, I'm more partial to the wrestlers because we train together. Yeah. Referee Dustin going to have his hands full with this one. Yes, he is, man. Dirk Douglas, the fallen artist, and the monster Brad Branson. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the wrestlers do about Brad Branson. Like, Dirk Douglas himself is a handful. But when it comes to the monster, yeah, man, anything can happen. And the bell has officially rang. And we've got the fallen artist. And it looks like who's for the wrestler starting it? Pecos. Pecos. Oh, went for the quick, went for the, oh, wait, he just took the hat. He immediately just took the hat of Pecos, and he's just walking around the ring. Well, see, this is where that, that 10 years experience comes in. They're trying to play head games yes, with the wrestlers to take them off are. their game. They absolutely are, man. That is crazy. Yeah, I don't and know. And he's going to wrestle with Pecos' hat on? Oh, okay. man. That reminds oh, me of that Jim Croce song. I, th I think part of it is don't, don't wear Pecos' hat. <laughs> exactly. If he didn't learn before, he's going to learn it now. And right now, Pecos working that wrist lock on the fallen artist. And nice shot to the arm. And oh, and there's another Great uppercut. Up. Yeah, and the thing is, Pecos really needs to get the fallen artist off that vertical base. Oh. Crowd was calling for a chop, just yeah, like we was talking about, and he gave it to them. 
Irish whip now by Pecos and brings the fallen angel off. Oh my God, he's gonna pick him up. Oh my God, that was a lot of weight. That was a lot of weight. And here comes Waco, he's blind, not a blind tag, excuse me. Yeah, went for the leg drop and there is, oh! Waco's with the second rope senton. Nice move. Yeah, Waco definitely took advantage of that. And now, I believe he's going to work on the that's, left arm from my vantage right. point. That same arm that, that Paco started off on. Yeah. That's a good strategy by the wrestlers. Find a, arm, find a body part and go to work on it. And there's an arm drag into a cover, barely, barely a two count. Right, now G-Money talking about taking apart a body part. You take, you're taking training at the RWC Academy. How important is it to take apart a body part? I mean, what is they teaching you there? Well, the whole basis behind that is because, you know, it's all about strategy. Yeah. Find a, pick a body part, go to work on it. If, if you have, if you're facing somebody that's pretty athletic, you know, you might want to work on the leg or the back. You know, they're strong, big upper body strength. You might want to work on that, that arm, take away some of that upper body strength. Or you're going to scout it, know what their finisher is. If it involves the arm, you're taking apart the arm. If exactly. it involves the leg, you're taking out one of those legs. That's right. You know somebody throws a mean clothesline or a lariat, you work on that arm, that takes the juice off some of that, that clothesline. Going for the pin again, though. But, but the wrestlers have been very smart. They're, they're working so fluid tonight as oh. they continue to just go on that one arm. Oh. oh, whoa. Did you hear that? That right there. That was the monster Brad Branson making a lot of noise. Brad He's waiting for his chance to get in the ring. Meanwhile, there's a shot to the rope and going for it again. Nope, went for the, oh, he went for the sidewalk slam and he missed it. And now the monster is in the ring with Pecos. And Pecos not stepping down at all. Wow, and look at the big hands. He's throwing, throwing at the monster. Rights, rights, rights. And there's a reversal by Brad Branson. There's a big boot that puts Pecos on the ground. And now the monster Brad Branson, he is in full control. Yeah, and the monster's been outside, what, three, four minutes? So yeah. you know he's frustrated. Just doing. He's, yeah. And he's going to oh, sidewalk slams. Turnabout is fair play. Oh, my God. Sidewalk slam. And that one was with authority. Yeah, and the see, that's where the experience of the team of BD Productions came in. You notice how they grapevine those legs. They're holding them down. Yeah, absolutely. Aggressive pin. You want, you want the victory. BD Productions, they want to be four-time RWC Tag Team Champions. So, you know, they're not playing around. Oh, my gosh. They're definitely not playing around. And now Brad Branson is in full control of Pecos with the tag back into the fallen artist, Dirk Douglas. And now BD Productions is doing what they do. Oh, kick to the left arm by Dirk Douglas. And now he is, and now he's working that arm. But look at the way Pecos gets out of the way. I mean, he, he grabs the ropes with his feet because he knows that breaks it. Oh, wow. He just went over and just slapped Wacos. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And he just, he wins. And now he's choking the life out of Pecos while the ref has his back turned. Dustin's doing his job. Waco getting a wow. little hot under the collar. He needs to let, his, let that temper subside and wait. He did, and then they didn't even make a tag. And now Brad Branson is back in the ring, working Pecos in the corner. 
And now, I mean, Gene Money, Pecos has been in there for a while. Been in there for a while, taking nothing but punishment. Yeah. And now Brad, now Brad Branson tags out to Dirk Douglas. Yeah, but this is what, you, what a good tag team does. You frequent tags. You Absolutely. keep that fresh guy in. And you see they're keeping him on one side of the ring. Keeping yeah. him away from his partner. And they just, they give him, they give him some work, tag out. Then the other person gives him some work. They, they're giving each other equal breathers. Yeah. Time to stay fresh. And now look at that. Speaking of breathers, I don't know if Wacos can breathe. Or excuse me, Pecos can breathe. What is going on here? Brad Branson choking the life out of Pecos again this time. Wacos yeah. is, is upset on the other side of the ring. Oh. And another. And and now oh. Dirk Douglas is over there. See? Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Ah, oh, look. Wait a minute. The, the, ref just, sees, the ref sees Brad Branson now. And now here comes. And they're going to take full opportunity of it. Foot chokes in the corner. Double foot chokes in the corner. I mean, that's doing some real damage to the well, larynx is, of Wacos. This is, this is a tough match for referee Dustin. He's got to worry about four guys. And then he's got to worry about two experienced guys in B&D Productions who know literally every trick in the book. And they are using those tricks yeah. wisely against the RWC Tag Team Champions. Now, G-Money, you earlier talked about scouting both of these if you're if it's bb productions tag team champions taking on the team of bro force what, what strategy are you going to implement keep brad branson out the ring that's number one keep brad branson out the ring and try to and try to counter all of their all of their moves to keep them from trying to assert that tag team experience on you you know focus on dirk douglas keep him grounded and pounded and just work like that. If you happen to have to deal with Brad Branson, oh. he's going to have to outsmart him. Oh! oh. That could be the opening. Wait a minute. Oh, there's a roll up. One, two, three, and that's it. Wow. The Rustlers steal a victory from B&D Productions. The look of Shaw on the fallen artist's face. I mean that says it all oh, there. Oh yeah. He, look at look at the way he's looking at the monster. But they are yours they are still your RWC tag team champions. Yeah. So, all right. So we talked about it earlier. Roforce versus Rustlers now. What did you see in that match? Strategy you're going to implement cuz if you get the Rustlers next. Well, I don't want to give away too much, but Okay, will, fair enough. Fair I will tell you this. I see that the wrestlers are extremely resilient and they can bounce back from a whole lot. So, I don't know, I've got, I've got some ideas in my you, head. You got some notes, I'm, and I'm wait, sure- Wait I'm a sure minute, wait a minute. We got we, the, the monster Brad Branson showing his frustration over here. You know what, you know, he, they didn't exactly win that match. No, but so, here's why I'll give it to the monster though. Yeah. Surprisingly fresh breath. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His breath was pretty fresh. Yes, but yeah. frustration. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, frustration to go with fresh breath. You know what I'm saying? It evens itself out sooner yeah. or later. You know. Yeah, frustration. Frustration. From J5 sitting in. Yes, indeed. And by the way, if you haven't heard J5 on Smash the Mat, what are you doing, folks? Subscribe over there. Google, Apple, however you're doing it. Boy, J5, coming here live at Ring Wars, Carolina. 
That's what I'm talking about, guys. How's everybody doing? Here? How y'all oh, doing? Man, we're doing excellent, man. Yeah, I'm fantastic. This is a great show, for, by the way. Uh oh. Oh, I know who that is. Uh oh. That sounds like a guy. Yeah, we all know. That's Mr. Magnificent. Is that the official note keeper of Smash the Mat? The official note keeper and producer hey. of Smash the Mat. What in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mr. Magnificent. Somebody needs to go back to the footy pajamas. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's that's a sight to see. Wow. That is definitely a sight to see. But speaking of homecoming, Mr. Magnificent has been with Ring Wars Carolina since 2008. You know, his first his first outing was as the very popular Mama's Boy, but he seemed to drop that he dropped that a couple years back, and now he just wanted to show off how magnificent he truly is. Mr. Magnificent. And now coming to the ring, it is the AIWF Mid-Atlantic Television Champion, Mr. James Anthony. Now, G-Money, I want to give James Anthony all the credit in the world. He's given up a lot of weight in this match. <laughs> and, and it's not a knock on Mixer Magnificent, but I mean, you're, when you give up that much weight, it changes your whole strategy as you're going into that match. Oh, absolutely. James Anthony's gonna have to fight an uphill battle here. And one thing, these guys are extremely familiar with each other. James Anthony and Mr. Magnificent have faced each other many, many times, but- Only in tag team action. Exactly, so many times in tag team action. Wait a minute. J5, what do you think of this? Oh my gosh, Mr. Magnificent is what I would call a hoot. He's, he's definitely a hoot. Why is he posing with the belt that he hasn't won yet? Well, he, you missed it earlier this evening. He said, when I asked him about that match, this match, he's like, if not that I'm going to may win, I am going to win. Am I going to carry it in my bag? Am I going to carry it out over my shoulder home? So, I mean, it's he's, he thinks he's already won. I mean, there's something to visualization, but come on, gentlemen. Wait a minute. <laughs> he said he's going to give everybody something they've been waiting for. I don't know. I don't. I thought they were waiting for food. According to Ken, I mean, Mr. Magnificent yeah. is always food. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing I think about for you, poor gentleman. If Mr. Magnificent is victorious, you're never going to hear the end of it every time you do a Smash the Mat episode until he loses that title. Oh, oh wait a minute. James Anthony giving uh, Mr. Magnificent a piece of his own cake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I think that's a good way to put it. But you know what? Now, speaking of that, that size advantage, look at how Mr. Magnificent has trapped James Anthony in the corner, gave him a couple shots. Look, now, look, it can be, it's all fun and games with Mr. Magnificent until the bell rings. Like, he is a very accomplished wrestler. He is a multi-time tag team champion. He is a former RWC heavyweight champion. So yeah, and he hasn't—he's been in the ring against some serious people like Caprice Coleman. Yes, he has. Former guest on Smash the Match podcast. Go check that out in the archives, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, I like that plug. I love that plug. All and right. Now, oh, shot to the rope. Oh, there's a drop kick right to the chest of Mr. Magnificent. Sends it to the to the apron. And James Anthony, 
he's wise. I mean, if anything, I'd kick Mr. Magnificent out of the wing and, and take that time. And here comes Mr. Magnificent fighting back. Oh, dropped toe hold right onto the face. And James Anthony's going to have to. Oh, nice spinning, spinning European uppercut. You know, he's going to have to use that size advantage. The quickness. Oh, yeah, quickness. excuse me. The speed advantage on Mr. Magnificent. And that's and the, what Mr. Magnificent's got to do. Use that size advantage the, and use the power and just keep him grounded. And Mr. Mag and here's the interesting thing. You were talking earlier about it, G-Money. Most of the time, I well, mean, teams, oh. Team Sexy's been victorious when, it's, when James Anthony is teamed up against first generation. Oh, absolutely. And, and first generation being Victor Andrews and, and James Anthony, like they used to face each other all the time. So they're very familiar with each other. I, I'm not sure if this is their first singles, ma singles match against each other, but I do know yeah. they're still familiar with each other. Mr. Magnificent taking James Anthony's headband and putting it on his own head. He's definitely going to stretch that out. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely going to stretch that out. As I'm looking at my notes here to confirm, yes, this is the very first time they've ever wrestled each other one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, wow, okay. And James Anthony being the Mid-Atlantic TV champion, he won that championship at Deal with the Steel 2020, actually by forfeit, and then defended it successfully against Gorilla Q. And now he's brought it to Ring Wars Carolina. He defends this championship, not just here, but all over the AIWF and North Carolina. Yeah. Mr. Magnificent in the driver's seat here as he puts the boot straight against James Anthony's throat. I mean, that's just going to take the wind out of James Anthony. Yeah. Look, Mr. Magnificent, he always has a plan. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he may seem like he's not serious, but trust me when I tell you, he knows exactly what he's doing in the ring. Everything he does, he moves with purpose. Yeah. Like, he's very methodical. He, like, I, he catches a lot of people slipping because they see the way he acts and they think that he's a joke, but he's definitely not. No, he's not. And James oh, Anthony, great gosh. fight back. Oh, look at those forearms. But and look, just shoved him off. Oh, my oh, God. Wow, what a cross body. Two count only, though. Yes, indeed. By the way, I want to give it to Gene Money, methodical college word of the day. Ah, yes. I love it. I love it. We're right. still on that. Yes. Yes. Hey, I know. But rear chin lock applied. And Gene Money, Mr. Magnificent, has slowed the pace down. He's grounded James Anthony, which is what he really needs to do here probably an excellent move because James Anthony could start flying around the ring and I know Mr. Magnificent will not be able to keep up and actually that's one of the tactics that he used to defend his championship against Nate Diamond last Saturday night. At Fright Night, yeah. Needless to say, James Anthony's been putting in work. Oh, oh yeah. yes, absolutely. All yeah. he does is put in work. Yeah, he's an absolute workhorse. Now look at the sleeper applied by Mr. Magnificent. The, the arm arms dropped down. twice. Then we can have a new AIW at Mid-Atlantic. Whoa, 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 whoa. The resiliency of James Anthony to there fight it is. back. There He's it getting is. it up. And, up and jawbreaker. Mr. Magnificent is still on his feet, though. To the ropes goes James Anthony. Oh, picked up for a sidewalk slam. slam. One. Oh, Do we have a new champion? Oh, almost. I thought he took the wind out of James Anthony on that, and that was all she yeah. wrote. I am... <laughs> I'm so surprised yeah. that we don't have a new 
Mid-Atlantic TV champion. Well, I think that says something to the wherewithal of James Anthony that he's been able to take the assault of Mr. Magnificent and still kick out continuously. Absolutely, Mr. Magnificent. Looking forward to it. Nope, gets caught. Reverse. Oh, kick to the gut. And there's a, oh, slice bread number two. Slice bread number two by James Anthony, and both men are down. Yeah, that might have taken the, the last of the gas in the tank from James Anthony. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. Look at him. He could barely get his head up. Yeah, I don't even know if James Anthony knows where he is at this point. He's trying to get the fans with him because that adrenaline you talked oh, about yeah. earlier, Gene Money. I think he's that, feeling that, it. That can recharge anybody very quickly. I think he's feeling it. Here comes. There goes James Anthony. Flying clothesline. And there's another one. He has to jump and put all his weight into it just to get Mr. Magnificent down. And then he's so oh. Mr. Magnificent is definitely tired. Yeah, the fatigue is setting in, and I think this is going to work out for James Anthony. No! And Mr. Magnificent kicks out. Thought, thought we had a retaining of the championship. Yeah, two count only there. Mr. Magnificent, I see him over in that corner now. He is winded. Oh, he is, he is what we like to say is blown up. Yeah. So, Mr. I'm sorry, go ahead, G-Money. We're going to see him. Oh, spinning forearm by Mr. James Anthony. And he's going to the second rope. And he's, oh, second front, rope drop kick. Front drop kick. Yes, that. indeed. No. Oh. His shoulder is up. Now, see, One count. that is the expertise of ref warbeard yeah he saw that shoulder come up he stopped the count immediately that's why ref warbeard is one of the best in the business yeah he is senior ref rwc referee i believe and if oh, yeah and if not he's should be exactly uh -oh. wait a minute oh uh oh, oh. magnificent mr magnificent picking him up looking for the magnificent drop nope nope, nope. oh yeah, that just might have. Oh, that's it. No, oh, the quick kick by James Anthony. That might do it right there. Did he get him? Is that it? One, two, three, and that's going to do it. James Anthony with a successful retention of the AIWF Mid-Atlantic Television Championship. Oh, my goodness. I what both a of these, Both of these wrestlers have put it to the the, the, the works, put in the works they in this match, and they're both exhausted right now. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, this was Mr. Magnificent's best opportunity today, and I will give him credit where credit is due. He took it to James Anthony in this match, J5. He absolutely, wait, wait. <coughs> what? Wait a minute. What's I know I know him. I know him. Is that who I, is that, is that Ramo? What is Ramo doing here in RWC? And he just took out James Anthony. I think he wants the shot at that Mid-Atlantic Television Championship. Ramo. And he's oh, doing, doing push-ups push on the belt. Like, this is the very first time we've seen Ramo. Oh, oh, James Anthony got his hands up. Nope. Oh, wow. Flatliner by Ramo. And disrespect by Ramo. Wow. Let's go. I cannot believe Ramo is here in Ring Wars, Carolina. Yeah, and Ray, I think James Anthony, once he sees this tape, he's taken to the IWF board and go, that's my next opponent. I don't care who you guys say I want, that's my next opponent. I'm, I need redemption against that. I'm just amazed 
I'm amazed Ramo is here. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. I mean, it. we now he, uh, we see him occasionally at the Ringworth Carolina Training Academy. We see him occasionally, but he wrestles all over the place. I didn't expect to see him here tonight, but James Anthony is still your Mid-Atlantic AIWF television champion. And we've got more action coming here from Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. And we are back to live action right here in Ring Wars Carolina on Battlegrounds. And uh, Mr. Magnificent, you, thank you, you for joining us. You, you hear the music, right? Yeah. You know who that is? Gemstone. And, and, and you know what he is? The challenger for the AIWF World Television Championship. Gemstone, that's right, he is the man. Yeah. Look, and, and, and his, he's got live music. He's got live music. Really? Wow. I got, I got to give him credit. Here's the thing I think about when I see Gemstone. He is a man who is more focused and upbeat than he has been for several months now. That is absolutely true. And this, this guy here is, is amazing. I mean, not only does he have his own music, and we clearly know that he's the man, but he has somebody out here doing his music live. Wait a minute. Like, I'm just, I, I'm amazed. I'm a little jealous. I don't get live music. I was, wow. gonna, I was gonna say, Mr. Magnificent. I think I think you're gonna be stealing somebody's idea. Uh, I am. Has has me and G Money like to say, or has I like to say, stolen? <laughs> stolen. Definitely stolen. And I'm not even gonna try to hide it. I'm gonna go talk directly to that gentleman and have him do do the music too. Just, just outright steal it. Oh, <laughs> just. You know what? I'm not even gonna ask. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, just do it. I was wondering who that was, but now I know. Where is he at? He's over there. Oh, okay. I see. Hunter, I, I'm trying to see around Hunter Rayner. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm amazed. Well, and here's this the, is excellent. Right. And here's the thing I think about: if you're in the Lumberton, North Carolina, this is what you need to come out. Because you never know what you're going to see in an RWC show. Literally have no idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that was happening. And, and speaking of not seeing things, I have a, a distinct advantage against you two gentlemen for this next match. I have seen Onyx. I have called Onyx's matches. By let me ask you a question. By Onyx, do you mean the Matt truck that was in the back? Yes. Ah, okay. The Superman. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody in here went, oh. Now that is a Superman. That guy is huge. There's a reason he's been world television champion for 413 days. 413 days? Yes. But there's only 365 days in a year. So oh. that means he's been champion for more than a, a year? year? Yeah, more than a year. Wow. Okay, so you used an analogy to describe Onyx, and you said he was a house with legs. Yeah. And I see that that was 100% true. Yeah. Wow. That. Yeah, I, it's been about nine years since I had the pleasure of sharing the locker room with Onyx. The last time I seen him, we were in, Cent in Beckley, West Virginia, at the Armory for uh, another promotion that shall you know, remain nameless. 
and that night he dominated. You know what? I don't care how big he is. Let me tell you something. If he were standing right here in my face right now, do you know what I would say to him? I would sir, no. I'm sorry. No, I would say, sir, do you want your coffee hot or iced? That's it. That's all I would say. That's all you would say. Yeah. I, mean, I would be too busy wetting myself. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, sir, look. I mean, Gemstone went from being happy, upbeat, to hyper-focused. I don't, I don't think... Gemstone has appreciated the magnitude yet of what's facing him in that ring. Now, Gemstone is no slouch. He's a former RWC heavyweight champion, and he's not a small guy himself, so. No, he's not. Man, I now am holding the world television champion. Ring the bell. No, no, no. Ring, Ring the, bell. the bell. You're going to let Mr. Magnificent touch that. You know it's going in his yes, bag let me, if let, you even get it over there. I just, let me take a look at this. This is the world, the AIWF world television championship yeah you want to get a photograph of that put that on the snap the excuse me smash the mat snapchat try saying that three times fast <laughs> collar and elbow tie up and here we go and by the way ladies and gentlemen if you ain't following smash the mat you can get them on instagram and twitter oh my gosh on instagram is smash the mat podcast on twitter is smash the mat pod and right now gemstone who is no slouch himself power-wise, is taking on the mammoth of a man, Onyx. Yeah, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, Ring Wars Carolina posted a workout of the Superman, Onyx, and, I mean, I don't know if either of you guys seen it. It was intimidating just to see how much weight he's lifting. The fans are clearly one-sided in this. Oh, absolutely. Gemstone is a fan favorite, man. Yeah. You know what? That's because the fans here don't know good talent when they see it. They don't know that Onyx is about to walk out of here still champion. And look at the power of Gemstone. Oh! Wow, I don't think I've ever seen Gemstone manhandle like that before. No, I definitely have not seen that. Definitely have not. I mean, he said, who's the man? The crowd yelled, Gemstone. <laughs> You don't want to anger Onyx crowd. No. Like Jim Stone's the one in the ring with him, not you guys. Now, I will say this. That just goes to show you how popular that Jim Stone is because, as we know, last month at Candy Bowl is when Onyx issued the challenge. That's right. Yeah. Onyx heard about Jim Stone, about his amazing run as RWC heavyweight champion. And Onyx, you got to give you got to give him props because Jim Stone didn't go looking for him. Exactly. Onyx came looking for Gemstone. And that is a big challenge because, little known fact, Gemstone has never in RWC history lost a match at homecoming. A what? That's so, right. Wow. So he's trying to keep the streak alive. He's got a streak. Yes, he We've is. got a streak ourselves here. Okay. But you know what? You got to give it to Onyx for wanting top tier, top tier competition, and he's finding it right here at Ring Wars Carolina against Gemstone. Look at the onslaught. And whoa, tried to shoulder block Onyx and nope. You can't run into a brick wall. Oh, wow! He, he took, took the Onyx. big man off his feet with the flying shoulder tackle. Gemstone needs to capitalize and quickly. And big splash. He is dazed. Onyx. I uh oh. Uh -oh. oh wow. Oh, look at them big soup bones. Big just throwing these huge shots, and then, oh my God, did you see the way he just launched Gemstone? That I don't think I've crazy. ever seen anybody pick up Gemstone like that. Wow. This now, is think about, amazing. Think about this. 
Onyx was just taken off his feet, possibly surprised, and then he bounces back and launches Gemstone from one side of the ring to the other. And he did it with such ease. Yeah. Like, like, it, like he didn't weigh anything. That is insane. Bro. I don't think Onyx has even broken a sweat yet. I mean, oh, my gosh. Gentlemen, I mean, you both have trained with, with Gemstone. You know what he's oh like. Oh, my gosh. And putting all that weight on the small of the back of Gemstone. So what was you saying? I was going to say, what do you, if, you're, if you're out there coaching Gemstone, if you're in his corner right now, what are you telling him? Go for the legs. Go for the legs? Yeah, uh, tell him to run. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the legs, man. Maybe the arm. Wow. He's a powerhouse. Yeah. Let's see if he can. Let's see if he can. If he can launch you across across the ring, if only one of his arms are working well. Yeah, that's you know. I, yeah, I, you know, I was joking, but I, I agree with you, G. I mean, you have to isolate a body part at this point, whether it be an arm, a leg, or something, because a guy of his size, you can't wrestle if you're missing a limb. That's true. Yeah. Unless you're Zach Gowan. And look, another <laughs> another thing is. You cannot show any fear. No. You can't show fear. Somebody like Onyx feeds off of fear. So Gemstone has just got to stay vigilant, stay confident. You got to understand that, yes, you're going to get beat up a little bit. But you can possibly win this match if you keep your head on straight, if you mess around, and stay, keep the fear out of your eyes. But but you guys have been in the ring. You know what it's like. It's just, I mean... Has Onyx gotten in the head of Gemstone, even though we're not seeing it on Gemstone's face? No, I don't think he has, but that, that power advantage is just hard to overcome. See, you see I... Gemstone fighting back right now, and now he's just, oh, now he's got him in a bear hug. I absolutely disagree with you, G-Money. You know, Onyx is definitely in the head of Mr. Gemstone. I mean, like we talked about earlier, Onyx reached out and issued the challenge, and Gemstone is not used to that. And you know, now I think about it, he did reach out to Jim at a point where he was feeling kind of low, you know, after losing his championship and then losing the return match. Yo, wait a minute, this could be it, G-Money. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, okay, okay. Jim Stone trying to fight out of the bear hug. You were saying, Jim, oh! Ring that oh, bell. Nice, oh. nice bell, oh, nope, not enough. You were saying, G-Money, how he got Onyx got a gemstone at his lowest point. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, but now, now we test this match is going to determine the character of gemstone. Is he going to continue down that downward spiral, or is he going to pick himself up just like he has been in the gym? He's been using those weights to, an, to his advantage. You know what I'm saying? And he's just this, getting stronger. This can also be an advantage in a way for Gemstone because, I mean, Onyx is using a lot of power right now and having to support Gemstone's weight. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not trying to make fun of you, Mr. Magnificent. You're a bigger guy. When you do power moves like that and you're a larger oh guy, it exerts gosh. a lot of your energy. Does yes, it, it does. It really does. Did you see the huge log-like arm of Onyx taking out Gemstone? Yeah, we did. And Mr. Magnificent, I want to get back to you real quick here. Being a bigger guy like that, the longer the match goes, am I right in saying this, the more it plays in Gemstone's favor? It, you know what? You, I'm, I'm not going to disagree. That is uh -oh. absolutely correct. Oh, my gosh. Because a guy of that size, eventually, it's going to take a lot out of you. Double underhook 
suplexed by Onyx. Launched I mean, Gemstone from one side of the ring to the other. Onyx is, is a guy that of his size, so he's not used to going long matches. So the longer the match goes, the like he said, the less and less is actually in his favor. Right. And we know that Gemstone has amazing cardio. Right. And he can he could fight for probably about an hour or so. If he needs to. But after that bear hug, I don't know if he's gonna be able to regroup his win. Wow! Oh, huge! Nice drop kick, but it, but Onyx doesn't go down. He catches the foot. Oh, Enziguri puts Onyx on his face. But how quickly is Onyx going to get back up? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh, oh. what a spear. The gym spike. Is that it? Is Good that going to do it? One, two, no. no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was it. I thought we had a new world TV champion. Now. Right now, I'm going to steal something from you, G-Money. He was 1.276 of a millisecond away from winning that match. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, and here's the thing. Any other man normally, when Gemstone gives you the gem spike, you're down for the three count. Onyx was able to pull back up. So Gemstone's really got to go back to the wall and think, what else now, do I got to do to keep down wait Onyx? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Big choke oh, my God! by Onyx. And that might do it. One, two. two. No, oh. no, that's that's two. That's two. That was two point eight seven four nine seconds. I've got to get this book of Steiner Man. You got to make sure you get the second edition though that just came out. Oh, I didn't know that's that right. was two editions. Yeah. That's right. It's man. like college. They just updated, just like change two pages and then sell, <laughs> charge everybody sixty five dollars for a book that they could be picked up for ten. I digress though. Oh my goodness! Shots to the shots to the gut by Onyx, you know and what? he took the spear, and he's just out here still doing work. Wait a minute. Oh, oh my God. One. That one cut Onyx in half. One, two, three. We got a new champion. Gemstone is your new, is your new AIWF World TV Champion. Gentlemen, I think I'm And here come the wrestlers. Here nope. comes Drew Game. Ladies and gentlemen, history has been made in RWC. We have a new AIWF World Television Champion. Dethroned after 413 days is Onyx. Gemstone. Now, I'm glad he got this win. He needed it. He, Indeed, his, he did. His confidence has been lacking in the last couple months. We've seen it in the restroom room, Mr. Magnificent. And this is, I mean, this is just going to take him to a whole new level. He's going to definitely be put on the map with AIWF. All those affiliates are going to say, we want to bring in Gemstone now. Exactly. And you know what? As much as uh, I hate to do this, we got to go. But we'll be right wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. Are we going to? Uh-oh, hold on, hold on. Are we going to see respect? I think he's a little upset. I don't know about that. There it is. Yeah. That takes true character. 
right there. Onyx showing respect to the new AIWF World Television Champion. Congratulations, Gemstone. That's right. We'll be right back with more action right here on RWC Battlegrounds. Talk about a moment right there. Talk about a moment. Here's Beautiful. The thing, here's the thing I think about. I'm glad for him. I wonder how much he's going to start traveling now. Though. That's a good question because that is the AIWF World Television Champion. And now making his way to the ring is the winner of the 2020 Candy Bowl, Mickey Folk, along with unbreakable Drew Thomas. Sir, we, we don't have to talk about him being the winner of the Candy Bowl because we know it should have been me. Well, it should have been me. In order for that to happen, you would have had to win your, your Candy Bowl match. See, what had happened was... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, look, you could take solace in the fact that you didn't lose it. You know what? You're absolutely right. I was not, I didn't actually lose the match, technically. Okay, so you didn't lose the match, but I didn't lose my match either, and I was in a match with Mickey Folk, along you know, with James Anthony and Lola Bay. Hey, what do you say right now? We take these headphones off and we go claim with ours. No, no? It's not gonna work. Okay, maybe next time. And, and I mean, <laughs> And to continue what I was saying, honestly, I won my match. But you didn't hey, necessarily hey, hey, win hey, hey. your match. You know what we should focus on? <laughs> this match right now. Okay. We're not, we don't need to talk about any losses that I might have had. Okay. Or okay. didn't have. All right. Well, right now, we are being joined. Well, we're not being joined, but on his way to the ring is the RWC heavyweight champion, Chancellor Bo, with his insurance policy, and the name is Bato. So Chancellor Bo circling the ring. And the crowd is letting him know how much they admire him. You know, I, I enjoy the crowd here in Lumberton, but they are never correct about this stuff. I mean, Chancellor Bo is clearly a great, phenomenal wrestler. That's why he's the champion. He definitely is a champion. That's for sure. Dare I say, he's probably one of the best the Indies has to offer today. Well, look, Chancellor Bo has one of the Indy's greatest wrestling prizes, and that is the Ring Wars Carolina Heavyweight Championship. He's also got a hell of an insurance policy in the name of Bato, but he's got to deal with Mr. Unpredictable himself, Mickey Folk. That's right, and uh, with that insurance policy, he might need to cash it in tonight because these two gentlemen are no joke. You know, and I do say two gentlemen because in his corner, the unbreakable one, Drew Thomas. That's right. And there he goes, Chancellor Bo, throwing those cards out into the crowd to let everybody know that he's all in. And Mickey Folk, he had to do, he had to win two matches to get this opportunity. He won a fatal four-way match at the Candy Bowl against myself, James Anthony, and Lola Bay. And then he won the Candy Bowl Battle Royal. You know what? I, we. We're talking, we talk about the Candy Bowl. The Candy Bowl is one of my favorite shows all year long because it's one of the shows where we don't know anything that's gonna happen ahead of time. This is absolutely true, like. I mean, like, for example, tonight we knew we were gonna see this match. Yep. You know, they, they, we had time to prepare for it. The, those two had time to prepare for it, but Candy Bowl is not one of those shows where we can do that. Not at all. And there goes Mickey Folk. 
There we go, Mickey Fulham getting that, the crowd. Now, I'm sorry, gentlemen, I had to sign some papers in the back. Have you discussed how Mickey Fulham was wise enough to even the odds by bringing out Drew Game to keep Fato in place? Well, I mean, I will say this. It was a smart move to bring somebody out. Yeah. You know, and it was smart to bring Drew Thomas with him. Me personally, I probably would have brought somebody just a little bit bigger. No disrespect to Drew Thomas, but look at the size of Bato. Yeah. You know? But you know what? That that might be the smartest thing to do because Drew Thomas, he's smaller, but he's got the speed advantage. Yeah. He, he definitely can, does have a speed advantage. So he can sneak up right behind Vato. Exactly. A bigger yeah. guy can't do that. Oh, nice headlock takeover by Mickey Folk. You know, this is one of the parts of this job that I like. They always bring the belts to us at the table during the match, and ah, I could get used to this. Nice reversal into a head scissor by Chancellor Bo. And I tell you what, Mickey Folk, no stranger oh. to the gold. AIWF World Champion, uh -huh. AIWF Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion. Uh -huh. I'm sure that he would love to add another title right here in Ring Wars Carolina to his resume. And look, not just the Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Championship, but he was the longest reigning AIWF Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion in history at a calendar year, hey, 365 hey, hey, hey. days. Listen, we're doing all this talk about him, but what about Chance LeBeau? I mean, he's defended his title against both Jim Stone and Tiger over the past few months. Those two guys are no slouches in the ring. They're I mean, absolutely not. I mean, Jim Stone is now the AIWF World. television champion world television champion. world television that's right not just local television yes this is the world television title we're talking about oh my and, god and chance lebeau working that arm breaking mickey folk down to the ground got control of the wrist brought him down oh and now puts that body weight on that arm yeah chance lebeau ever the opportunist i mean he gets that victory over Victor Andrews, gets the championship opportunity, and cashes in that same night to become RWC heavyweight champion. Now let's, let's, oh, nice hip toss by Mickey Folk, going for the cover, one. Now let's talk about the, the journey for Chancellor Bo. He tried, he was in the, one of the last two men in the Golden Opportunity Rumble. He didn't get that, okay? So, so then he loses, he loses, a grudge match against Flex Simmons. Turns around and makes it into the gauntlet match at the anniversary show and pretty much was able to, I guess you could say, you could say he stole a victory from Victor Andrews. And then he used that opportunity from the gauntlet match to cash in on Jim Stone right after a very tough knockdown drag out battle with Flex Simmons to become the RWC heavyweight champion. Chance LeBeau, is a thinking man's wrestler. Sir, did I just hear you in the same sentence of Chance LeBeau used the word steal a victory? This is Chance LeBeau. Yeah. This is the RWC heavyweight champion. This man, like you just said, is a thinking man. He's a genius in the ring. He doesn't have to steal anything. Oh, did you see that Bato? And, and Bato interfered right there, and that. You know what? I think that was just an uh, uh, optical illusion from the angle See, that we're sitting. It's all about strategy. What? And that's, that's what Chance LeBeau does. He's a betting man, but he only bets when the odds are in his favor. You know, when he's at the blackjack table, when he's playing, when he's playing anything, when he's playing roulette, all he does 
all he does is weigh the options to win. Yeah, uh, expert poker player too for those playing at home. Yeah, Chance LeBeau knows when to push those chips all in and he's pushing them all in tonight against Mickey Falp and showing why Mickey Falp got lucky at the candy ball and should not even be in the championship picture. Absolutely, Chance LeBeau with a suplex. Got a two count. Mickey Folk looking to the crowd to get some motivation. Can Mickey Folk claim the RWC Heavyweight Championship? I don't think so. Chance LeBeau is a true champion. Look at him work in the ring right now. Oh, chop, big chop. Shot after shot after shot and then a chop. And Mickey Folk now cap capitalizing. He's got him switched around. Chance LeBeau in a position he probably Oh, no, wait, he told everybody to Oh, oh my God. Now that's gonna leave a handprint. Yeah. And look, the crowd said one more time, and here he goes. Whoa, uh-oh. Chance LeBeau shows wait, wait, wait. Oh. oh, Chance LeBeau, we call that a receipt. <laughs> Returning the chop to Mickey Folk. Look at the smug look on the face of Chance LeBeau. It I mean, he's still got a lot of work to do on Mickey Fulp if he expects to walk away with the victory. It doesn't get any more smug than that. Chance LeBeau, nothing too flashy. He just gets the job done. And now look, he's got the rest attention. Watch, look at the insurance policy. Look at him. As Wait a minute, here comes Drew over. Game. And look, there goes Drew Thomas on the way over. Excuse me, Drew Thomas, yes. Drew I, Thomas telling Bato like, hey, not over here, not this time. Either I that saw is, you the last time. Either that is the bravest thing I've ever seen or the craziest thing I've ever seen <laughs> to get in the face of Bato. We, we cannot be watching the same match because I clearly just saw the unbreakable one, Drew Thomas, try to cheat in this match, and Vatos is the one Tried that it. stopped him. You know what? I had some glasses over here, and I think I need to give them to you because we obviously are seeing the wrong thing, yeah. opposite things. Mickey Fulp now back in the driver's seat, trying to get the fans going, getting that momentum. Can he swing the big mo? Whoa. Hey, wait a minute. Great monkey oh. flip. Holy cow, gets Chance LeBeau up and over. We might have called that the Mickey flip. <laughs> I like that. Nice Mickey flip by Mickey Folk. And now uh, look, Bato's got his leg. He was going for another one. And Drew Thomas back around again. And Drew Thomas trying to step I to Bato. Bato's like, what do you want to do? See, Mickey Folk should keep his head in there. He got distracted. And there's in. a oh, spine buster by Chance LeBeau. And is that going to? No. Oh. I mean, that's, I mean, look at what happened. That's why Chance LeBeau has Bato out there. It distracted the challenger and allowed Chance LeBeau to hit that big spine buster to take Mickey Fulp down. And Mickey's down on that mat. Trying to fight back. Yeah, working that back up that vertical back, base. Yep, and he did it. Oh, throwing those big bowls, soup bowls. Oh. Big exchange of blows here. I'm not sure who's getting the best of the exchange yet. I can tell you now it's Chance LeBeau. Oh, yeah, now we know. I really thought Mickey was going to switch it back into his favor there for just a second. Yeah, G it was on the way. It was definitely on the way. Now, Mr. Magnus. Oh, ducks the line. Oh, close oh. line by Mickey Folk. And Mr. Magnus said, is there anything that Mickey Folk can do to get that victory? Do you see any opportunity here he's missing? You, you know, I, 
for a split second, I saw an opportunity that he was missing, but he just uh -oh. did it. He's got to get the crowd not, behind him, like not. we were talking about earlier and in the show. Oh, look uh -oh. at Mickey Fault. Son oh. of a lemon, baby. I like it. Yeah. Uh oh, what's he gonna? You is talk he, about is he going to the top? Thinking man's wrestler, Mickey Fault, the working man's wrestler. Oh, he definitely is. Channeling his his inner Dusty Rhodes with that one right there. And now going to the top rope. I think he's taking a little bit too much time. Mickey Falk to the top. Going to the top. Can he do it? What's he got planned? Can he measure him? Oh! oh. Top rope front drop kick by Cover Mickey that Falk. man. One, two. Oh. No. I knew it. I knew it. That's the type of champion Chance LeBeau is. That was just not enough. Just not enough to keep the champ down. Mickey Folk seems to be very confident. He's ready to go. Oh, was that a code breaker? <laughs> Something and now here comes. Pato. Wait a minute, here, here comes Drew one, Game. Two, me, three, Drew four. Look, Mickey Folk could have won. Wait a minute. Oh, oh my come gosh. on. Drew Thomas. And Pato. Oh, my, oh, my, oh my God. Goodness. He just annihilated Drew Thomas with a shoulder tackle. That poor kid, I think, got turned inside out by Pato. And Chance LeBeau getting a chance Wait a the opportunity again. He's going all in. Oh, man, is that it? Oh, it, no, not again. And there we go. Mickey Folk just lost his chance at the RWC Heavyweight Championship. Once again, Chance LeBeau retains. Thanks to the insurance policy, Batho. Can, can we talk about Drew Thomas on the outside of the ring? I mean, I've never seen anybody take a backflip off a shoulder block. Man. That is sheer power from Vato. Vato yeah. just ran right through Drew Thomas. See, that's why I said you might want to bring somebody a little bit bigger. That right there. And you see it, the RWC heavyweight champion once again, Chance LeBeau going all in. He puts everything out on the table. Chance LeBeau lives to fight another day as champion. Secures all his winnings. He just cashed out. Here's the, here's the big question now, guys. Who's going to step up next against Chance LeBeau? That's a great question. That's a great question. Chance LeBeau has been taking down contender after contender after contender by hook or by crook. Right. So... What's next for the RWC heavyweight champion? And look at the crowd just cannot stand Chance LeBeau. I don't get it. I don't know why. I mean, he's a great, great guy. What? I mean, I, maybe outside the ring, but as, a, as an in-ring man, he is despised for his underhanded tactics. Look at, look, at how, look at how much they can't stand him. But at the same time, but at the same time, he's got his fans over there. That's the Chance corner right there. The Chance LeBeau corner. Look, uh, uh, Chance LeBeau getting in the face of the kids. Talk about something underhanded. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, Chance. You know he, better than that. He was trying to help the kid out. Oh, yeah? More wrestling on the way right here. Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. It's main event time. Here at Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. It is homecoming. And what's a Ring Wars Carolina show without the distinguished one? The man that you love to hate.
No, the man you love. The man that you love or the man that you hate to love or something. <laughs> All yeah. I know is his name is the Caribbean Tiger, and it seems he's turned over a new leaf as of late. And listen to the crowd. They are very receptive of the Caribbean Tiger. Well, here's the thing about Tiger. Tiger sees a lot of these young men. I mean, he comes down and trains. Victor came in and assaulted not only Tiger, but those students. And Tiger did the right thing. He did the right thing last month when Drew Gang, excuse me, Drew Thomas got jumped. I mean, the word that, of the day that I'm gonna use to describe Tiger, ethical. He knows, he knows what's the right thing to do. Well, right now, coming to the ring is a man that I like to call Mr. Ring of Honor, Mr. AEW, Mr. WWE, TNA, NBC, VH1. Anything that has an initial, this man has done it. Victor Andrews. He is Mr. Everything. And he is ready to settle the score with the Caribbean Tiger. They've had, it all started back during the gauntlet match. Victor Andrews ran through four opponents and then he ran into the Caribbean Tiger and he pulled out the victory over the Caribbean Tiger and the Caribbean Tiger, he got upset. He attacked Victor after he was eliminated, hit him with a brain buster, made it easy for Chance LeBeau to win the gauntlet match and then the show after that, it was a dream match. Yes. Victor Andrews versus Jason Kincaid. Jason the Gift Kincaid. And just when Victor Andrews seemed like he was gonna claim victory, Caribbean Tigers music hit, Victor got distracted, Jason Kincaid took the victory. And then just last month, it was Caribbean Tiger coming to the aid of Drew Thomas to face Chance LeBeau, just when Caribbean Tiger was about to claim victory and be the new RWC heavyweight champion, Victor Andrews' music played, distracted Tiger. Chance LeBeau is still your champion. And now the, and now these guys. Look at, I mean, even as they were taking off their entrance attire, they never took their eyes off each other. You can just see the aggressiveness in every lockup. You, uh, you can feel that tension between them. You could cut that with a knife at this point. I, I mean, this is a rivalry with a capital R. I'm wondering if this is gonna be a wrestling match or a fight. I think it's gonna start as wait, a wrestling wait, match. Wait, wait, you hear that? Is, is, that is the crowd chanting Tiger? I think the actions of Tiger lately have got the fans to embrace him. Yeah, and look, look at them, just jockeying for position all around the ring. Well, G-Money, you were saying earlier, I'm gonna say it, it's gonna start as a wrestling match, but it's gonna end as a fight. That was a clean break. Another clean break. Tie up, and neither man giving quarter to the other. And that a clean wow. break by Victor Andrews. And he's saying, go ahead, take your position 
in the ring. Well, Victor Andrews wants to say at the end of the day, if he is successful against Tiger, I'm the, not only am I the better man for being the victor, but I'm the better man because I gave Tiger every opportunity. Yeah. No cheap shots, no nothing. I want to beat you straight up. And Victor Andrews with the waist lock. A little reversal by Tiger. And Tiger now cinching it in really hard. Wow, Victor finds a way to... Mm, to nice reversal. Yeah, he finds a way to get out very quickly. Well, gentlemen, this... This is a wrestling. Oh, oh there's a roll up. Oh, oh only I mean, a one count. This is a true wrestling match. I mean, you, you're not going to see any fancy flips and all this stuff in this match. You're going to see straight ground and pound wrestling. Ah, this time, yeah. Tiger gets the waist lock. I, and I, there goes Victor with the reversal. Oh, oh, oh there's roll up one. Only a, oh, barely a two. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mr. Magnificent. This is going to be a clinic. This is going to be a match that at the RWC Academy, Tiger's going to show win or lose for you guys to study. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Leg pick by Victor Andrews, reversal by Tiger. And now this time, same thing. Oh, my. These guys are just... Punch, counterpunch, punch, counterpunch. These guys are two amazing athletes, two amazing wrestlers, and they just know so much. Yeah. They just keep countering each other's moves. It's another stalemate. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, G-Money. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this and you want to see it and you have the Roku, get the King Network out. Don't have the Roku like me, kingnetworktv.com. That's right. If you're listening... Make sure you see the match. Absolutely. Because, because what we're describing here, yeah, we're painting the picture, but there's there something is. amazingly visual about this match that we're yep. watching right now. That's right, and you can catch Ring Wars Carolina every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on the King Network and on demand on Roku. And, uh-oh, looking for a vertical suplex oh. by Victor Andrews. Such power. Going for the cover, and Tiger barely lets him get that one before he kicks out. Tiger finding a way to get back up. Oh, wait a minute. Now Tiger with the, oh, now Tiger with the suplex. This is, this is a battle of one-upsmanships. This is another stalemate. Yeah, to me, this reminds me of that song from the musical, Annie Oakley. Anything you can do, <laughs> I can do better. Because that's exactly, that's literally exactly what we're looking at right now. Yeah, I, I, I know that's obscure reference, ladies and gentlemen. But, I mean, really, that's no, what it that, is. That, 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 was, that was spot on. That's yeah. a spot on analysis. Eat your heart out, Mauro Ranallo. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to that action, G-Money. And now we have Tiger... I can't see the hold. It looks like a. Can you see it from your angle, Mr. Okay, it's a top wrist lock. Top wrist top lock. Top wrist yeah. lock. Referee Rip is in the. He's he's in. He's blocking my view. But this is his first match, refing his first match, and this is a hell of a match to be your first match. Yeah. A main event match. But he's been showing so much promise at the Ring Wars Training Academy. Absolutely, and I had a chance to catch up with the young man. He was very excited about this opportunity. I mean, 
first time refereeing and you're in the main event match. Exactly. I mean, that shows the level of confidence that they have here for him right here. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Now you see that? He clearly pulled his hair. He, he clearly pulled his hair. An amazing head of hair. I, I think Caribbean Andrews personally Tiger. is getting frustrated, guys. He could be getting frustrated. Think about it. Caribbean Tiger has cost Victor Andrews a shot at the RWC Heavyweight Championship. Now, Victor Andrews is the longest reigning RWC Heavyweight Champion of all time, but he could have had another reign. And there's a, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Hard What a hammer whip. Not an Irish whip, that was a hammer whip to the corner. <laughs> yes, indeed, nothing but aggression right there by Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. Yeah, Tiger's in trouble, really. And there's another one. Oh my oh, gosh. Wow. Now it's taking advantage of the ring. He's using every part of the ring like a weapon. The turnbuckles, yes, they have the padding on them, but that doesn't make it any easier when you're running full speed at it. Now, but yeah, because both you guys have been in the ring. There's what? Just a little metal underneath there, yeah, if anything? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's a lot of metal <laughs> underneath there. See, that's that's a common misconception. Oh, no. Oh. Look, once again, anything you can do, I can do better. Tiger just with a very strong Irish whip sends Victor Andrews into the corner, and now Victor Andrews is feeling that pain that Tiger just felt. You were saying, Mr. Magnificent, about a lot of metal in those turnbuckles and the misconception. Yeah, the, 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 the padding on the turnbuckles are to protect us from getting cut. You know, or, or, or something wait, like that. Wait, but look at the. Oh! oh! Suplex from outside the ring, inside the ring by Caribbean Tiger. And these guys, look, punch, counterpunch, punch, counterpunch each time. But yeah, it's, it's in the corners to prevent bruising, to prevent uh, potential like kidney damage because you know that middle buckle sits right there. Right. But you still feel the metal. You still oh, feel yeah. it. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's not it's not soft like you. It's think like it is. getting hit with a boxing glove as opposed to getting hit with a bare knuckle. Exactly. <laughs> it still hurts. <laughs> that's a great that analogy. Good. That's, that's a great <laughs> analogy because I mean I've never been in the ring, but I understand it mostly because I've been punched before. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll get back to the action. Nobody needs to hear my stories. But look at the way Victor Andrews showing something. Ooh, we got a camel clutch. Camel clutch by Caribbean Tiger. But look at Victor Andrews trying to, look at the strength of Victor Andrews picking up Tiger. He's got him on his back. He's, can he break free? Can he, get, can he get those fingers loose? I think he's got the grip loosened of Tiger. Wait a minute. Can Victor and now he's, now he's got him. Well, look at that. Look at the, oh. look, look at the way Tiger turned that right back into an abdominal stretch. Yes, indeed. That is something unbelievable. That just shows you the toolbox that Tiger draws from going from a camel clutch to an abdominal stretch like that. You're oh, not I'm, gonna see that ever. Not at all. And now look at Victor Andrews. Oh, with the Northern Lights suplex to, to make his way out of that abdominal stretch. Very well executed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. One, two, oh. Two count only though. Excellent match going on right now, man. And you know what? You know what I like? These guys obviously have a lot of disdain for each other, but what they're doing is they're keeping it in control and using it in their moves. Right. Every strike, every slam, 
everything they're doing to each other, they're using that aggression. Yeah, neither of them has, in my mind, has made a mistake yet. I mean, it's like watching a great chess match. You, I mean, they are thinking two, three, four moves ahead. And as a former heavyweight champion, G, or excuse me, Mr. Magnificent, you know what that's like. Indeed. Uh, this Whoa. Oh. oh, it's a tiger flip. Oh, oh wait, wait. Wow. And he landed on his feet. Yeah, Andrews caught himself. Victor Andrews landed on his feet. He might be part cat. Wow. Wow. Man, Caribbean I, Tigers like, what the heck? Yeah, and the look of uh -oh. intensity by Andrews. Wait a minute. Not sure what he was going for, but Victor Andrews blocked it. There's a clothesline by Victor Andrews, puts Tiger on the ground. And Mr. Magnus, getting back to what I was talking about, that two, three, four moves ahead, you were gonna talk about that being a former heavyweight champion. That's right, you you have to be two, three, four moves ahead of, of your opponent, because if you're not, then they get into your head, you lose your, I won't say lose your place, but you you, you get discombobulated. Oh, oh double oh. cross body. Ow. Both men on the ground. Now that right there was some fast paced meat slapping. This is where conditioning is gonna come into play because the first man to get to that vertical base does have the better cardio. And as you know, G-Money, from being an RWC student, cardio is what, number Look, one? Cardio is the name of the no, no. game for Mr. Andrews. Yeah, I was about to say, cardio is not number one. Cardio is Victor Andrews. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> literally his, his middle name. Yes. Victor Cardio I, I, Andrews. I think it says that on his driver's license. It, it does. does, and look at the, wow. oh, oh. Went for a reversal, went for the belly-to-back suplex, and Andrews reversed it and answered back with a belly-to-back of his own. One, two, no. Two this match is the definite, this is like a human chess match. Yeah. Each guy looking for the checkmate. Yeah, now, I just seen Andrew's face. I'm wondering if frustration's starting to set in. I'm I could understand if, anger, if it was. I could understand if it was. You know, Tiger is putting up a hell of a fight. And look, they're oh, up and over. Wait, wait, Tiger caught him. Tiger caught him. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Rip Cannon is down. Oh, referee Rip just got knocked out by Victor Andrews on, on Tiger's shoulders. And look at the compassion by Tiger. This is very, this is different. This is a, definitely a new Tiger. This is a new Andrews. Wait. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What a spine buster. Going Incredible. For one, but two, there's no referee. Three, four, five. Oh, this match would have been over, but the referee is out. And now, now that is a frustrated Victor Andrews. Yeah. Look at the frustration on his face. Like the ref is out. What are you gonna do? You had the match won. Tiger just now getting, well, he's just now recovering. Let me say that, he's, he hasn't made it to his feet yet. No, but I mean, even if Victor Andrews goes for another pin, there's no referee to count the fall. Yeah, this is true. So what do you do? Victor you, you is do, clearly frustrated. Yeah, he's just dropping the bows, dropping the bows on him. Now I've only, I know I've only been R RWC a short time, gentlemen, but I don't think I've ever seen this side of Victor Andrews before. Look, I've seen Victor Andrews wrestle 
all over North Carolina, and I have yet to see him act like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wow. I never, never, Victor ever, Andrews. never, ever did I think I would see Victor Andrews go for the weapon he's first. Got, yeah, he's got himself a chair. You know, I've been in the ring with Victor Andrews quite many, quite a many a times, but I've never seen anything like this. Wait, look, now we've got another referee. Ref, referee Dustin is coming to, coming, no, he's taking, nice. taking the chair away from Victor Andrews. Referee Dustin says, that's not, whoa. Wait a minute. Whoa, Wait push a minute. back. Andrews needs to be careful. He could get disqualified here. Oh, is that a low blow to Dustin? What to is referee going on? referee Dustin. I've never seen Andrews behave like this. And just tossed him out of the ring. Wait a minute, Tiger back on his feet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this going to be the move that put away Victor Andrews in the gauntlet match? The fans are certainly hoping so, G-Money. It's the, oh, brain buster. The brain buster by Tiger. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Look, there's no, there's no ref. Count. That's incredible. The referee is still out. The other ref was thrown out of the ring. I mean, you got Rip Cannon down. You got Dustin on the outside. I mean, the only two guys that are left are Hunter and Warbeard. Unless Cannon does regain his senses. Wait a minute. He, I think he does. Okay. He's back on his. Well, referee Rip is. Right back on his feet. Now here comes, nope, the reversal. And oh, oh my goodness. Victor Andrews dumping Tiger off his shoulders. And now, and now what? Victor okay, Andrews just threw out, just threw out referee rip. I do not understand that, that strategy at all. Wait a minute. Oh, oh 10 seconds of fame going. coming up. Uh-oh. You know what, I don't, I don't know where this is coming from, but I, I'm kind of liking it. Uh-oh, Victor Andrews on the top rope. Tiger's up as well. Whoa. No one home, oh. though. And wait. Oh, is it time for the TKO? There it is, the TKO by Victor Andrews. And you can, this might be two and three. And that is going to do it. Wow. Victor Andrews with the victory over the Caribbean Tiger. I tell you, I was, I'm really shocked at the behavior of Andrews. Wow. I know you like that sort of stuff, Mr. Magnificent. I mean, this is a new, more aggressive side of Victor Andrews, and this is what we needed in RWC for a long time. I'm glad that he did this. Wait a minute, here comes Ref Hunter. Here comes Ref Hunter Rayner coming to check on. Wait, 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 what's going on back there? He's... Wait a minute, I think, I think Hunter, yeah, I think Andrews is getting disqualified for kicking Dustin. No, no, no. Referee Rip Cannon is saying Victor's the winner. Hunter's saying no, he's not. And I, I'm shocked as much as anybody. Wait, we're, we're getting the conference. Wait, 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 look, Tiger's on his feet. Oh! Oh! What a super! Ring wait, wait, wait! Ring, ring the bell again! Ring, ring the bell again! The One, two, three! Wait a minute! What just happened? Here's what happened. 
Hunter did the right thing. He restarted the match because Andrews didn't win clean. Wow. This, I am, this is uncalled I am, for. I, am, what? I don't what? know what to say. Clearly, Victor Andrews had this match won until this nosy referee, Hunter Rayner, comes out and sticks his bit, or nose in the business of this match, and it wasn't his business. What the heck? Wait a minute. I, I am... I am, I don't know what to say about that. All I know is Victor Andrews supposedly won the match, but senior ref Hunter Rayner restarted the match and well, in Victor my, Andrews lost. Well, in my professional opinion, Hunter did the right thing because after Andrews kicked Dustin, his Andrews is lucky he did not get disqualified. Well, that's true. He should have been disqualified either when he threw out, either when he threw out Referee Dustin, or when he kicked, or when he kicked Dustin and threw out Rip. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, there are at least two or three different reasons why Andrew should have got the L much sooner. Look, he said, This is on you, Hunter. Referee Hunter. Uh oh. There might be, there might be some repercussions for. For Ref Hunter. Yeah. But your winner is the distinguished one himself, the Caribbean Tiger. What a way to close out Ring Wars Carolina Homecoming. Look, as always, make sure you tune in every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. to catch more Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. Yo, what's great in the state? It is the Radio Rockstar G-Money. And, of course, it is one half of the sexiest tag team in all of North Carolina, Team Sexy, Mr. Magnificent. And you know what? We are post-show, Ring Wars Carolina, homecoming, amazing show. You know what? And I am so happy that we are being joined by an amazing brother right here. We talk about his group all the time. Man, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm going to introduce you. I was going to let you introduce yourself, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. Go ahead. Go he ahead. He is the creator of the Nation of African American Wrestling Group on Facebook. Yeah. His name is Jabari yeah. McIntyre. Yeah. Oh, brother, yeah. what is yeah. good, man? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. How are y'all tonight? I feel excellent, man. I feel excellent, man. It was it's been a hell of a show, man. Look, you came all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And now I'm not going to sit there and believe you came all the way down for the show, but I'm glad that you attended the show while you were here. Believe it or not, I did come for the show. Wow. Everything That's else even was, better. Everything else is secondary. Now, you heard what he said, right? He said he came all the way to the show to see Mr. Magnificent wrestle. I yes. I don't think that's what he said. <laughs> We're going to go with that right now. He, he, did, he did come all the way down here for the show. I don't know if he, I don't know if he came for Mr. Magnificent, but, but you know what? So your first, so you're a native of uh, Lumberton. No, or, actually, or you I'm, have family here. What is it? Yes, I have family here. My dad's actually from Lumberton. Oh, your dad's from okay. Lumberton. Yeah, so I have a ton of family here, but I'm a native of Atlanta. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, well, you know, we talk about all we do in NAW in AAW is talk about wrestling, mm -hmm. and I know you attend hella shows. Right. Right. Mainly Atlanta wrestling. Atlanta wrestling entertainment. Yeah, that's right. AWE. So. I see you guys like you, you and the crew are always out there, you know, talking to talking to wrestlers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bridging the gap between wrestling fans and wrestlers, just like what we try to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So your first 
Is this your first show in, in Lumberton? This is my first show in Lumberton, yes. Not my first show in North Carolina. Okay, your first Ring Wars Carolina experience, man. Like, how did you feel about the show? Man, I really enjoyed the show, man. It's a great atmosphere here. There's a lot of good fans here. Um, everything looks good. Everything sounded good. You know, I had a damn good time tonight. Oh, can I cuss? My bad. No, no, you're good. You're <laughs> okay, good. You're good. It's okay. It's okay. That's what. That's why I'm here. That's why okay, I'm here. Okay. Thank you. I, I got it. I got it running good, man. All right. Appreciate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad, everybody. My bad. My nah, bad. No, no. Look, look. It's, it's excellent, man. So, so let's talk about Nah, man. So, tell us a little bit about Nation of African American Wrestling. All right. Basically, Nation of African American Wrestling is a support group. We are a bridge, like you said, for wrestlers and the fans. What we do is just make sure that everybody, you know, knows background stuff about what wrestlers do. Not necessarily to get into the business, however, you know, just give them a little peek as to, okay, why these wrestlers do this and, you know, give them a little peek into, you know, their background life. So, um, we started about four years ago. Um, and it started about 100 people, right. and I was cool with that. I was fine with that. You know, we just black wrestling fans. Uh, we just wanted to show that black people are, you know, just as passionate as everybody else. Right. Then all of a sudden, you know, I started going to, you know, a couple of indie shows, and I actually liked the indie shows a little bit better than I liked the mainstream shows. So, you know, it's like after a while, hey, one wrestler joined the group, then another, then another, then all of a sudden it's like, hey, whoa, 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 what, what, what's going on here? You know, they were like, you know, they like the support that we give them. They like the fact that, you know, we weren't trying to be a smart ass with, you know, with right, them right. and everything like that. What we tried to do is just make sure that, you know, we give them the proper respect and we give them the proper support. Now, right now, how many members are, are currently a part of the group? Uh, we are at 5,922. So 5,000? We'll right. So we'll be at 6,000 pretty soon. Good That's Lord. That's amazing. Right. 6,000 and 98% black, too. Yeah. That, see, you know, <laughs> the, the important, like, the thing is, like, it's great for us to have a, a space where we can talk wrestling about the way that we feel about wrestling. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm in a lot of, a lot of wrestling groups right and i've left a lot of them because the, like the racism is crazy i'm just gonna i'm just gonna throw it out there man like the, the racism in wrestling is ridiculous you know and it's it's hard to praise it's hard to praise like like black wrestlers in some of these in some of these other groups because you know what i'm saying just because mm -hmm. they don't they feel a certain way i don't know if it's about the wrestler or what and especially about about the uh, the women wrestlers right you know it's like all the all the the non-black women's wrestlers they get all kinds of praise you know whether they're as good or whether they're as good or not and it always seems like a lot of the black female wrestlers just they just don't get that love in these other groups but when we when we jump into a group like nah like it's they're celebrating Right. We just need somewhere to celebrate our each other, you know? And basically, that's really one of the main reasons I actually started the group. Um, I just wanted, to, like I said, to be a support. And I wanted to show that, you know, I've seen what's out there, like you've seen. Right. We see how hard it is to actually be just a black wrestling fan in a white space, so to speak. Exactly. Not necessarily to say it's a bad thing. Right. However, it's just hard because 
as a black as a black fan, you have to defend the fact that you actually like a black wrestler. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to defend that. And it's like you can't like him because he's charismatic. You can't like him because, you know, he actually speaks well. You can't like him because, you know, he actually resonates with everybody. No. Most times they just like, oh, you like him because he's black. Like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I like that. him I like him for what he can do in the ring. I like you know, I like I like that he talks to talk. He has a good look. And mm-hmm. that he's black. Yeah. Right, <laughs> you know right. That's saying? that's that's not even in the top five. You know right. what I'm saying? Like exactly. I despise some some black wrestlers just like I despise some, right. some yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's got nothing to do with what they look like. It's, it's just to me how they work, you know, charisma, promos, stuff like that. All kinds of things like that. As and, they say, we are not a monolith. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Let me ask you this. You said this is your, your first show in Lumberton. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I really enjoyed the show. Like I said, it's a great atmosphere. A lot of good, passionate fans out here. Really, really good, passionate fans out here. So, you know. Y'all have something here. So let me let me ask the question. Mm-hmm. What what was better? What was what was it better seeing? Mr. Magnificent lose or me win? <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody's calling my name. So I might <laughs> I couldn't help it. I had to. I like seeing the referees get their behinds kicked. How about that? There you go. <laughs> And I'm beginning to notice this trend. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever me and G are on the same show, he wins, I lose. He wins, I lose. You I, know don't, what? I don't know what it is. Did you pay somebody for that? No. You, you know sure? what? Really? It, you know what? That's karma from the great betrayal. Oh. oh you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know about this. Am I in the middle of something? No, no, no. Let me, let me no, explain look, something look. to you. I guess let, I am. Let me tell Uh-oh. you what happened. We were, we were in, uh, uh, what was it, a battle royal? Yeah, it was a gauntlet match. It was a gauntlet match. And I came out, and mm-hmm. G was in the ring, and I didn't want to beat him or pin him or anything because we're cool right but i noticed that he took a step back and i thought he was gonna you know fall. i have this you know Uh-oh. i have this on video so I, I grabbed him and Uh-oh. as we grabbed him i accidentally rolled back accidentally accidentally and, and oh, no 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 it's completely by accident and the referee counted three i mean that wasn't okay. a school boy so, it was, it was so a now you heard okay. you heard that now <laughs> okay. i'm going to show you the actual video of what happened okay i'm going to show okay. you the video now see as you can see there i had I had defeated the dancing machine in the gauntlet match. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was, oh, I'm sorry. Let me continue that. This is where all this is born. They're still my boy. Uh-oh. They're still my boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? So I win the match. Everything is excellent. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for my next opponent. Oh, it's my podcast hey. partner. Coming out to offer some help. Yes, indeed. You know, he's like, hey. You know, he didn't even acknowledge the fact that he was my next opponent. <laughs> no, no, that's not what he did. Man, what's up with the tassels, though? <laughs> Bro, they're, they're great. You bring in, bring in the 70s back? Yes. <laughs> Look, you know what? You, Look to, at that. Look at that. So he gets, on the, he gets on the mic and he says, he says, there is no need. There's no need for us to wrestle. We're going to turn this gauntlet match into a tag team match. Okay. So send out two guys. Me and G Money are about to run through the tag team gauntlet. And I'm like, okay, all right. I didn't know that was so far so good. Yeah. Now you know? this, this is the part where I thought he tripped. I'm, I'm waiting, and, and right there, step back. Did you see that? I was like, hold on, let me catch you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Um. Yeah. So you, okay. you see how so, that was an accident. Um. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Honeywell fan. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm just gonna say that this is karma. I'm winning all my matches and you're losing yours. Oh, and this I, is I, karma. I, I will agree. It is karma for the accident that took place. <laughs> However. <laughs> right. Then I'm waiting for the other part. No. no. Oh, okay. There's no how else. Okay. It's for the accident right, yeah. that took place. Okay. Hey, it's that, all that's good. It. It's all good. Well, look, we're about to wrap things up here, man. Look, we're going to get you on a full-fledged video call because J5 is here, and he's like, well, I wanted to be here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I only brought one pair of headphones. You know what I'm saying? See, like, oh, that's going to be making extra noise, man. Like, you could do that, but you ain't going to be able to hear anything. Go ahead. Say something. See? See? See that? Yeah, okay. It's yeah, all good. This is why J-Pop never grabs a mic. So nah. it's, it's all good. Look. How you going to do that to him, man? How, how y'all going to do look, that to him? He's standing right here. We're going to get Jabari on a video call because we use StreamYard. We do video calls now. So we're going to get you on a video call. We're going to do a full episode. We're going to talk, talk, like we talk wrestling. Okay. You know that what I'm saying? Good to me. And it's it's been long overdue. We was gonna get you on a long time ago, but you know I didn't. We didn't do the video call thing. But we we're on it now. So look, give everybody the uh, the social media for for all the Nah pages and okay. how to be a part. On Facebook, we are Nation of African American Wrestling. That is Nation of African American Wrestling. Once you start putting in Nation, we'll come right up. On Twitter, we are NAA Wrestling. That's NAA Wrestling. We try to do a little bit on Twitter. We're trying to get it up a little bit, so we're there. Uh, we have an Instagram, but we haven't done anything on it yet. Okay. It's coming. And um, if you want to reach me, I am Jabari McIntyre on Facebook. Um, just hit me up, and I'll let you in the group. It's, no, it's really no problem. That's right. Look, and they got merch. Shout out to to this wristband he gave me, and I yeah. and I wore it during my match. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm gonna call it good luck. I, pre- I appreciate that. Oh yeah, absolutely. But and look, we got t-shirts too. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> look, they a whole LLC out here. You know what I'm saying? Business so, baby. That's right. So look, you already know what's going down. It is the Smash Mat Podcast. I am the radio rock star, G Money. And of course, I am none other than Mr. Magnificent. And we got my man Jabari McIntyre here. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on social media. On Facebook, it's Smash Space The Space Mat, Smash The Mat. On Instagram, Smash The Mat Podcast. On Twitter, Smash The Mat Pod. We're on YouTube, Smash The Mat Podcast. You know, we're on MySpace. We're on BET.com. Hey. We're on, what about Black Planet? Black uh, Planet. Yes, Black we're Planet. definitely yes. on Black Planet. We Farmers on, only. We on POF. We're on Tinder. Swipe right on us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what's going down. One, one, one last thing. Yes, I sir. actually yes, do sir. thank y'all guys for, you know, participating in the group as much as y'all do. Uh, thank y'all for, you know, just being around because it's hard, and we all need to stick together sometimes. Oh, yes. I know it's hard. I know sometimes we don't all get together. However, it is good that, you know, a lot of black wrestling fans actually still do get together for the most part. Look, and you don't have to be black to join. No, group, no, okay? not at all. Just so you know. But, you know, it's just, it's like sometimes, like, it's hard for us to find a space. I'm not going to name any of these other groups that I'm in, but it's sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. And, look, I know I used to be very, very like active in a group, I know I've fallen off. I, I I done made the top 90 a couple times. I was in the top 30 once. I was in the top 30 once, man. man that's, you know. a, that's, a, that's a coveted spot right there, it, the top 30. I know, man. Oh, man. I know. Look, they have, that's where, honestly, in the Smash the Mat discussion group, like, like they do threads in the Nation of African American Wrestling. Like, when Raw comes on, they put up a thread. When AEW comes on, they put up a thread. And, you know, like, I, I try to do the same. You know, just to just to 
to to get some of that runoff from, from guys that listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's all love between me and Jabari. We done talked about it all, you know. So, you know, I Jeff definitely want to thank you here. This is not the first well, this is the first, but it will not be the last time we have you on the show, man. So, Man, I appreciate know. you, man. I really appreciate you. I told you I had to come up and see you, so I came up and saw you, man. Oh, yeah. Look, we're going to be down in Georgia soon. We're going to be, like, yeah. matter come of on. fact, um, Team Sexy gets booked in Georgia every now and again. Yep. You can let and, me know then. I'll, yeah, I'll come. so we'll, you know what I'm saying, so we're definitely going to make a trip down there. But you already know it's going down. It's popping. It is the Smash the Mat podcast. No nation. This is Kent, the Alpha Wolf. Pretty boy Wayne. And the Pink Prince, Caden Pierre. And we are P-Gang. And you're listening to Smash the Mat. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. And you are listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is a Caribbean tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow Smash the Mat Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.